I scrolled past a review that said it was two stars, first of all, and it said, so bad, it's good. And I don't agree with that. It's just <laughs> so good, it's good. Like, yeah. it's not in the camp bad, but we can get right. it. But I'm like, people think that this is one of those so bad, it's good. SMA. No. If you write this, I did not pick a single bad review, I think, for the letterbox segment. You can't. I would not, I cannot read that. <laughs> if I see that, I would um, beef myself. Well, like, it's weird that it was complimenting it, but it said two so bad, it's good. Are and you kidding? It was two out of ten stars. So I don't, I was very confused by the tone of the review. Did not make sense to me, but. Stupid. It's fine. People are idiots. People are dumb, dumb idiots. They don't. It's okay if you don't get it. Like I'm sorry, but we're just highly evolved. <laughs> Can't be me. This is highbrow. This, this is, is highbrow. Genuinely, I would show this to a movie. I I would show this to a person. <laughs> yeah. It's on now. Yeah. That's I good. would show this to a person. I was like, "You're pretty cool. You ever see a good movie?" <laughs> <laughs> oh. Have I got a movie for you? It's this one. Mm-hmm. There's a trivia that the for the Juicy Fruits they were gonna um, cast uh, Shana Na or whatever their name is and they're <laughs> they're the band from uh, Greece. They were gonna cast oh. those guys as the Juicy Fruits, but this would have been before Greece in terms of so like this would have been their film debut, not Greece. When did Greece come out? 1978. Oh, <laughs> Greece wow. came out in 78, and yet yeah. they looked like so Greece ripped off of this movie. I think it was yeah, already. A st- I don't know how long like it was a stage production, nostalgia. but it was a stage oh, production okay. before it was a movie. Gotcha. Oh, like Repo. Yeah, like Repo. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> I guess. I mean, if we're gonna get real OG, this was this was an opera before it, it was. was. Anyone got yeah. any witty banter? <laughs> witty banter. I don't know. I'm just trying to get some fun facts. Dollar for your beef. Even though I'm we sure. We should say as many fun facts as we can without naming the title of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't say what this movie is called. And this podcast is called Tipsy Terror. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so, in the medium, I'm going to guess between the medium of uh, anyone got any witty banter is when you're going to drop the theme song <laughs> and then it's going to cut it now. Bell, refill Mr. Franklin's glass, will you? Now, when you get up there tonight, don't drink too much. Oh, don't worry, I won't. How about a whiskey and soda? Uh, less soda than usual, thanks. And this is wine. To drink. Just a bit might improve your humor. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. No, I've had a couple. Come on, I'm not drunk. And an excellent vintage it is, too. But if you're implying that I'm tipsy, sir. And welcome to Tipsy Terror. This is a podcast about horror movies uh, and drinking if you want to. And today it's Molly's birthday episode. What? Strange the passage of time, everybody. Um, (laughs) It is. I'm Molly. This is my birthday. And in traditional Molly's birthday fashion, we have a guest. Oh, my God. We I did. (laughs) I did that on purpose. I knew. Think about it. And we have a guest today on this episode on my plus one here jackson stotler i don't like horror movies at all but i really hey, like this, molly this, so, was a, uh, this was a good one it was like this not, was this actually was right yeah. at my yeah. about, about my horror level it's palatable for those who don't like horror it was very good um it was not particularly horrific no uh, and i only had to look away from fear of nausea a handful of times there we go so you don't and like I'm horror sam. movies at all <laughs> oh yeah that's, that's sam and i'm harish 
Um, Great job, everyone. So, yeah, so, like, what is it about horror movies that you, is it like gore or so, like just scared, is, being this scared? Is a great question. Yeah. Um, I do not like being scared. Okay. First of all, that's, yeah. So, so like jump scares. Woof. No. Thank oh, you. you're yeah. sitting on a couch with a person in that boat for sure. <laughs> I, from from what I've except. Except Molly seems to deliberately put herself in situations oh, yeah, to no, experience the yeah, thing that she Molly hates. Yeah, Molly does it on purpose, but doesn't right. do well with them. Can we stop talking about me like I'm not like right in between you two right now? But it's your birthday episode. We're supposed to talk about yeah, this. Yeah, we're this supposed is horrific. to. Horrific. Uh, so I don't put myself in those situations. Is the biggest tip. What the? Did you hear that? <laughs> Sorry. Did you a jump scare? Fast and Furious was going on outside. Continue. <laughs> It's going great. Uh, so I don't like that. And then I also, I'm super duper squeamish. So oh, I yeah. don't, I do not do gore yeah. in pretty much any capacity. That's, that's so like body horror. Yeah. I, I've listened to, I've listened to several Tipsy Terror episodes. I'm a very big fan of the it's, it's, it's really my treat to be here. Um, there have been times when you guys have just been talking about the scenes and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wow. So that's yeah. Okay. Yeah. He really hated the whole thing about the repo man puppet. Oh god. Oh, <laughs> were you talking about how it would work? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> you were like talking about the meat. You should have watched this because we were so. <laughs> 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 we all like trying to like angle okay, our arms. Okay. Let's, okay let's move I, on. I shouldn't do. I should continue. I do have this it. theory though that like there you can do oh, one. No. Of, you can. There's one of two things you can handle. You can either handle. Like gross things that happen to people, or you can handle like the actual like butchering of animals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So I could have a farm. Like I'm okay with that. Ah, okay. no. I can do that. That's funny because I, I can't. I can <laughs> see meat go from a cow to a hamburger. Uh, no problem. Okay. You come at me with like a paper cut, and I'm like, oh god, I'm gonna die. <laughs> so it's just I can't explain it. Interesting. It's, I swear that's a, so. Sam, I think it's interesting that you like prove the case. Molly also proves this case. It's I, like you can be one or the other. I'm very familiar with it, and like I had to do like ag classes in high school and stuff like that. So like Sam I had, grew up in Texas. Shut, everybody. <laughs> I was like, I never talk about. I talk about how I'm from Texas too much. I like said that to myself. Um, but like, I I'm very familiar, and I've seen all the processes and stuff like that. And like, I had a hard time watching something like that. But yeah, like, I can't. I don't like thinking about that. There no. you go. So that's so in in a post apocalyptic world. You guys are going to need to deal with all the zombies, and I will deal with the fact that we can no. still have some. Oh, beef. We've all agreed we're, we're dying. No. <laughs> oh, we're, all, we're, all, we're all just committing. committing no, we're not sticking around. Okay. I have a plan, <laughs> but if that like immediately gets even a little bit hindered, just in the sense that maybe I have to wait a little bit long on the highway. No, <laughs> <laughs> but that has nothing to do with this movie. Well, yeah. Does no, it? Not no. really. This was so. This was just a good movie. Coming back from I the could, dead. I could handle this. <laughs> And the movie, which we've been talking about Fucking Christ. Oh, God. for so seven minutes, according to the recording, is Phantom of the Paradise. <laughs> and of course, it was Molly's choice. because I got to pick? <laughs> I'm fucking with you guys. Um, I did pick this movie. It's called Phantom of the Paradise from 1974, directed by Brian De Palma. It yeah. is one of my favorite movies of all time ever. And I have wanted to do this movie on the podcast for like a while basically yeah. maybe since i saw it you've um, been bring you bring it up frequently but you've always I been do. wanting to save it for something but like you have a birthday episode yeah for like me. you you knew that it wasn't going to be like a general just random one-off no 
And so when we did the month, I was like, hey, this is what I want to do for my birthday episode. Also, my friend wants to watch Repo Musical Month, <laughs> Musical Month, Musical Month. And we all said, hell yeah. Yeah. Um, and Samantha was like, we're now watching Repo. <laughs> I guess we and did. here we are. <laughs> that was a contentious episode. <laughs> I have never felt like more of a bitch. <laughs> the, the tension from the listener. You cut it with a knife and eat it. It was delicious. But... It, um, I, I like. I'm scared to listen to it because I it's don't really, want to hear it's, how it's, mean it's, I am. It's a great. It's a great app. Um, but yeah, I love this movie. I saw it maybe back in 2017, 2018 at Gateway Film Center. They had a Cult 101 series when they were playing 101 cult movies, and it, I was trying to go to all of them. This was like in the point where I had seen all of them. Wow! And Damn. It was early. This was yeah. like maybe the third one they played. I know, but we we barely made it to that series. It was one of my yeah. biggest regrets. Oh, it was awesome. Um, that's that's when I saw Darnie Darko in theaters like four to six times. <laughs> I think I was actually. Yeah. I don't think I was in town, and I missed Daisy and Fuse, and I was fucking because I was only Jeez. out of town for two months, and I, it was when I was. Oh, and uh, anyways, <laughs> I haven't recovered from that. I'm sorry, but they had Fan of the Paradise, and I was like, I guess I'll go. So I went alone. And I like went like right after Barnes and Noble. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> I went right after. Bleep that! Because it was right there. Well, um, the you can place say you don't work, work anymore. Yeah, I don't work anymore. Yeah, I used to work so at Barnes fine. and Noble. Um, <laughs> yeah. So all the early episodes, if you listen to Molly's <laughs> unnamed, it's either Starbucks <laughs> or <laughs> Barnes and Noble. <laughs> and we can say both don't now. Say them. No. I've learned a lot of fun Molly facts by listening to this pod. Oh, no. And it's not specifically just Barnes and Noble. No. It's the Starbucks in Barnes and Noble. <laughs> I worked at the one right by Gateway Film Center, too. So I would go after work a lot. And this is one of the ones I saw right after work one night. It was like play, It was like perfect timing. I walked out, checked the theater screen. I was like, ah, Phantom of the Paradise. Sounds good. Nice. Went in. I had no idea what it was about. Watched it. I was like, that's one of the best movies I've ever seen. <laughs> and then you I got really... to experience it in theater. That's so cool. Oh, it, was, it was really good to see in theaters. And then I made it my entire personality. <laughs> <laughs> As one does. Honestly, it's a good one to to make. Because this yeah. movie, this is the best fucking movie I've ever seen in my life. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I have never had a grander time. I My jaw dropped at least 20 times. <laughs> yeah, Sam, Harish, and Jackson have all never seen yeah. this movie. Yeah, it's true. And uh, yeah, this was, yeah. it fucking slapped. Start to finish. It was, you pumped it up and... I was definitely curious to see where exactly it was going to go from the from the 30 second trailer that I had watched. It went so many places I didn't expect. It, yeah, it, it was it, that was wonderful. It was wonderful. Yeah. So should we start with the letterbox segment? Yeah. Um. So this is a segment. So I do want to talk about what Letterboxd is, just because I realized we never said Letterboxd <laughs> is a oh, social yeah. media app where people can add like it has like basically every single movie ever made. You can add stuff to a watch list. You can write a review of that movie. You can follow people kind of like on Twitter and see what movies your friends are watching, your followers are watching. Um. It's basically a social media network, but for movies, it's the only good social media. Um, well, I mean, well, you know, you like to think the Jeremy Renner app. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I would say it's it's not good. Well, there's a divide. I, in my opinion, what its drawback is is there's a divide on it. There's people who have fun, and then there's people who take themselves seriously. Yeah, and if you, you take yourself fun. seriously on Letterbox, go fuck yourself. So, yeah, like all sure. kinds of social media. That yeah, yeah, people yeah. yeah. Yes. People have all fun. social media is bad. Hey, if you think that, there's an album you should listen to. <laughs> I'm not gonna say what it is. Do you, do you Don't worry. The, list, the 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 listeners uh, know what it is. Oh, 
it's another one of their albums. I'm sorry. Okay, moving um, on. So moving right along, um, I have Letterboxd reviews. So people who have written reviews about this movie in particular, I'm going to rev- read the review. You guys are all going to guess how many stars this review has. There are winners. There are losers. Um, <laughs> There's no losers. Phantom of the Paradise is better than the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, fuck. I just saw oh, that. And five I know you're stars. Gonna five stars, I'm going to yeah, say. Five stars. Five, four stars. Fuck yeah. you all. Four stars. Oh, wow. Get fucked. Um, <laughs> this movie has everything. Music, murder, a character named Beef. <laughs> five stars. Uh, five stars. Three and a half. Damn. Ooh, wow. Boo. Boo. My history teacher. Does anyone know anything about Faust? Me. I know that Winslow Leach deserved better. <laughs> uh, four, four stars. Three and a half. Harish, great job. Nice. Four and a half. Um, got, oh, never mind. Whenever people say we don't deserve blank, it's always dumb, but I actually, but I am actually smart when I say we don't deserve Paul Williams, and I mean we really, really don't. Four stars. Five stars. Four. Five stars. Damn. We don't deserve Paul Williams. He snapped on this. Um, What will ever compare? (laughs) (laughs) Did you write that one? What will? Uh, Five stars. Five stars. Yeah, five. Good job, guys. Um, Commercialism is a death cult and rock and roll is its chant. (laughs) (laughs) Four and a half. (laughs) Five stars. Four and a half. Five stars, and oh. I wish I wrote that. I <laughs> wish I had the brain cells to like have that thought. <laughs> I can tell the difference between drug real and real real. Oh, good uh, line. Such a good line. Yeah. Uh, four stars. Four and a half. Five. Five! Yeah! Oh, nice. <laughs> um, we are Winslow Leach stands first and people second. <laughs> <laughs> we are. Uh, five, stars. five stars. Four and a half. Four and a half. Look at Ooh, you. Nice. Nothing cheers me up like watching Paul Williams absolutely decimate an innocent man's life. <laughs> uh, four. Five stars. Four. Four and a half. Ooh. Good job, guys. Close. Wow, it's like American Idiot the Musical meets SpongeBob the Musical. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I hate how real that three, is. Three stars. Four and a half. Three and a half. Five. Nice. <laughs> this person's standards are the highest. <laughs> <laughs> I could never love a man who doesn't love this film. Five, Five stars. Five yeah. stars. Sorry, Sam, I didn't give you a chance. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I'll take the L. Um, Seriously, how many of these did you write, Molly? <laughs> All of them. Um, if this film had been solely about beef, it might have been the best film ever made. Yes. Four stars. Four stars. Three and a half. Three. Damn. Oh. Could have used more beef. Could have used more beef. You can always use more beef. <laughs> it's a Brian De Palma camp horror musical with Jessica Harper. What was I going to do? Not love it? <laughs> Five, stars. Five stars. Four and a half. Ah. Basically a Quinn Wright review. I was going to say, what was that? <laughs> Quinn get, fuck, get fucked, Quinn. <laughs> we, can't <go> with, <laughs> we can't go a single episode without talking about you. You thought this one was going to be different. Get fucked. <laughs> I love you. I hope you're doing well in LA. Get fucked. We're going to get a text about that one. <laughs> oh, for sure. But it's my birthday, so you can't be mean. <laughs> 
Um, if you do, it's entrapment. <laughs> you signed a contract with me. <laughs> said you can't be blood. mean to me on my birthday. Exactly. Paul Williams didn't have to go so hard on the soundtrack like that, but he did. He did it for all of us. Five stars. Four and a half. Four and a half. Four and a half. Damn. Nice. Um, would watch a prequel just about beef. <laughs> oh my god, a beef Beef's origin story. Early music career. Hell yeah. Oh, I would love to see beef working on his craft. Uh, <laughs> four uh, four stars. stars. Was he just hamburger then? Did he evolve? <laughs> Oh it's, that's God. five star. That's five star. It doesn't have any reviews, but I just thought it was true, uh, so I wanted yeah. to say oh. it. Valid. <laughs> they liked it though. It has a heart. Stop saying La La Land is the best musical when this exists. <laughs> <laughs> Who has ever said La La Land is the best musical? Four. Four. Five. They oh. loved it. I would die and have killed for Jessica Harper. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, That's true. Is that Phoenix? I, yeah, I got that. The, four and a half. Four and a half. Four. I'm not copying you, I swear. It's four and a half. Great job, everyone. Wow. Beef. One of the greatest cinematic creation. One, one of the greatest creations of the cinematic art. Five stars. Five stars. <laughs> Five stars. Great yeah. job, everyone. You can't okay. see beef and not know. No. Yeah. This one, basically, I should have written. This f- It's in all caps, by the way. This fucks so hard. It's sexy. It's chaotic. It's angelic. It's my gender. I'm obsessed. I'm never leaving paradise. Uh, five stars? Five stars. stars. It's a five star review. I didn't pick a single bad one, mostly because of the top ones. I didn't look for them. And I, the top ones I saw like were all great reviews. Yeah, because it's a good fucking movie. This is a perfect yeah. movie. It's my gender might be. It's my gender. I feel like this, did a, this movie does a lot for a lot of people. It really does. I, I want to put that as my pronouns now. There you go. <laughs> Phantom of the Paradise. Phantom, Phantom, Phantom slash Paradise. Phantom slash Paradise. <laughs> Just call me Beef, guys. Just call me beef. Beef and beefed. Beef. Beefy. Uh, but yeah great this this movie is i knew going in that i was gonna like it like i didn't know enough about the movie like other than like it's phantom of the opera but i don't really know phantom of the opera so i was like okay i think i have a general feel and it looks like it's gonna be real aesthetically cool it ticks all the boxes man i couldn't ask for anything more from this film like truly i truly could not (laughs) It's great, yeah. Brian De Palma has done it again. <laughs> <laughs> this man just cranks out the hits. I t- Mission Impossible. <laughs> I can't get over this one. What a weird range. I know. What else has this guy done? Let's Carrie, which I actually... Carrie, yeah. yeah only oh. kind of, basic. Yeah. Fun fact, yeah. Yeah. I only kind of like movie. Carrie, but... Um, and Sisters with... Sisters uh, is another movie Margot Margo Kidder, and it's Margo so Kidder, good. Yeah. recommended that one to me, and I yeah, haven't seen yeah. it yet. Yeah, it's really good. Um, yeah, and then this, um, the only other one I can think of is Dress to Kill, which is very problematic because really it. it's about a serial killer that's a trans oh, woman. That's right. So I've heard that it's right. I haven't seen it, um, but yeah, I've yeah. heard it's good, but problematic. So Yeah. One of the, one of the OG transphobic tropes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fun stuff. Um, in Sisters... He did a bunch of split screen stuff yeah, in that one yeah. too, right? Because oh. there's a lot of split there's screen a lot here. Of split screen. Got um, the classic. Split screen. 
Does he do Brian does he, De Palma's stuff? Is that I think, his thing? I think it's one of his things. Split screen is in almost all of the movies that I've seen from okay. him. Okay. Wow. Um, and Which is very sexy and cool. Thumbs Brian up. De Palma. Thumbs up, Brian De Palma. The POV shots are also oh, pretty common, I yeah. think. Yeah. I yeah. remember. Also, that makes some sense. really good shaky cam. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Running down the halls with the billowing capes. Like, wow. And like, Subjected straight in my veins. Yeah. At the end, when he was crawling towards the camera and the camera yeah. was like such a low angle, yeah. that stuff rules. Yeah. So oh, Brian liked to get in there. <laughs> and thank God he did. <laughs> he's not afraid to go there. No, no, he's not. But yeah, I approve of the method. Um, should we just like kind of vaguely go over? Yeah. I mean, so the plot is Phantom of the Paradise crossed with... Phantom of the Opera, don't you yeah. mean? Phantom of the Opera, yes. Crossed with Faust. Crossed, crossed with Frankenstein. With, Faust. with the little with, Frankenstein. Yeah, Frankenstein. Yes, Frankenstein of Frankenstein in, in it. So, like every classic musical, it's about a musical. (laughs) (laughs) A musical about a musical. No, okay, you know what I was going to say? I thought about this during watching the movie. I was like, I only have, like, so many musicals that I actually truly, like, listen to the music over and over again. Like, I love musicals, but there's only, I can, like, count them on my fingers, and I was like, all right, time to go, um... Greece, I listen to all of that, all, like all the time. Um, and then I was Rock of Ages. <laughs> What's up? It's a <laughs> it's a jukebox musical about people performing music. Oh, yeah. right, right. Um, is there a guy named Tom Cruise in that yeah, movie? Okay, yeah, okay. he is. Just, just checking. Just and checking. then He's... after that, High School Musical, which is a musical about a musical. And then I was like, I'm adding this to my list, and it's a musical about... I've got a thing for certain types of musicals, I think. Really? Well, Moulin I, Rouge, a musical about a musical. Mm-hmm. I also enjoy that it's a musical about an OG musical, a.k.a. opera. Yeah. Which, gosh. Yeah. And it's a rock opera. It's wow. so good. Right. It's, this, is, this is very good. Yes. This isn't a musical about a musical per se, but Across the Universe is a jukebox musical about the Vietnam War. I love jukebox musicals too. Jukebox musicals are top tier in my opinion. Hey, uh, hey Molly, where did you where did you see Across the Universe? <laughs> Thank you for asking. I saw it at Sammy Zimmerman's 13th birthday party. Wow. Should have been watching this. If Sammy Zimmerman ever hears an episode, she might be mentioned more than Quinn. <laughs> do you think do you think that if instead of the instead of across the universe you were shown this, that your life would have turned out different? I here's the thing. There could be no way of knowing. You were meant yeah. to cross paths with this Clearly. musical. Like I feel like if I saw it when I was young, I would have been really into it, but societal pressure would have kept me from like admitting that. Yeah. So I've been like, ugh, weird. Well, would 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 beef have then been your sexual awakening? Is really the question. Okay, we're not going to talk about my sexual awakening on air. <laughs> Thank you. Just because I'm drunk doesn't mean you're going to get me to talk about my personal life. Thank you. It was Kim Possible and also Jessica Simpson. Thank you very much. <laughs> Did you not know this? No, I had a magazine cover with Jessica Simpson on it, and I saw it, and I was like, what a woman. <laughs> also. For whatever reason, the Peter Pan live action movie really did a lot for me when I was a kid. Um, yes. <laughs> Can confirm. People are going to hear that. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Okay. We can talk about that. No. I liked hearing about that. Yeah. <laughs> you did. It's a good moment. I learned a lot. <laughs> and today's episode is about Phantom of the Paradise. <laughs> yeah, if I when I was 12 I think I would be a worse person that probably makes sense yeah I still would have been a film student but I would have been the worst kind 
as opposed to sorry, as film, opposed that to was a film student drag sorry. a good kind of film student yeah <laughs> i'll see myself out they're the good kind it's it, it's the kind in this room Thanks, and then Sam. there's the other one you guys it's my fucking birthday <laughs> you're being so mean i have not had this much to drink on a podcast in a while or maybe in a bit i don't drink a lot yeah so the movie so. opens zooming out on a picture of a bird um dead which is like a logo yeah death a dead, yeah and there's some voiceover talking about this guy who is in search of some music um to open the paradise music to open the paradise yeah the song and he he's gonna steal it there's also a band called the juicy fruits that are which, already popular. Yes. Which also and just they're, great band name. Oh yeah, we just fantastic yeah. shout out. They're the like Juicy a beach Fruits po- are like yeah. a 1950s style. Um, yeah. Band, um, very much like greaser. Um, think like that button-down shirt where it's two-toned, and they got their hair slicked back, and they're ready to fight. <laughs> yeah. And they, in fact, literally did. They yeah, do. They did in fight. their opening performance of the movie, they one of them is harassing the audience and fighting with a guy and then like jumps on top of a, a lady. Yeah. He's just yes. like getting all in the crowd. Takes yeah. her bra off with his teeth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like I'm not even mad cause I'm kind of impressed. Like <laughs> how'd he do that? Talent. And she was still fully clothed. Yeah. She was- he just has sharp teeth and he just <laughs> bit it off. <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah, that opening shot too really sets up the kind of chaos that we're going to experience. In oh this movie yeah, yeah. Just the massive <laughs> amount of stuff that's going on in the background. Right. It's so cool, and it happens like throughout the movie where like there's something obviously happening in front of the camera, but then like if you like take a look closer, there's all this crazy stuff happening yeah. behind. Like what's yeah. going on? It's, yeah. it's really cool. This movie is great for like a rewatch. Oh yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Very Absolutely. much looking forward to my next ten rewatches. I <laughs> would not be surprised if I turn this on again before the new year. Like, <laughs> I'm itching. <laughs> it's a great movie. The new year. And I will say, um, just before we get into it, get into it, the music in this movie fucking rules. It's good. I yeah. Was floored to the point where I thought, like, surely they've pulled this these songs from uh-uh. something. Like, it's got to be a jukebox musical or something because, like, these songs are so. Fucking good, like Paul Williams. Paul I, fucking Williams. I've been kind of lost on like, a, oh, I don't really know what kind of music I feel like listening to right now, and it's about to just be the <laughs> on a loop for the next couple of days. Your Spotify rap is shaking oh, right no. now. <laughs> I'm worried. Um, but yeah, it opens, and we are at the paradise with the juicy fruits. They're singing the song about a ki- a guy named Eddie, and right. it's like a, one of Goodbye, those plot Eddie. songs that were really popular back in the '50s, and Eddie wants to be famous to like save his dying sister and he does but is like because in order to save his sister he kills himself to sell more records because there's that whole trope of people buy records from like people when they're dead because it's like a whole phenomenon and so he kills himself sells all these records he's able to pay for his sister to like get the um surgery she needs or something it's and almost like they're setting up a little foreshadowing right there what? in the mm-hmm. song. It's almost like this whole movie is a commentary on the parasitic nature of the music industry. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And that's a fucking insight. Um <laughs> And while they're singing this song, a guy is beating up people in the audience. Yep. 
<laughs> and also going back to several of his bandmates and force feeding them pills. Like yeah, this. yeah. It's, one, it, it's it, a lot going. It's on. a lot going on. One of the guy pulls out a knife and then stabs himself like a fake knife and stabs himself yeah. and then like pretends to like slice his wrist with the microphone oh. as he's singing. Yeah. It, it's it's is something. it foreshadowing? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. And then right after the performance, we. <gasps> cut to like oh. the fancy booth intermission Mm-mm. while all this is happening we see a big poster outside of the venue saying the, it's a huge giant poster saying the juicy fruits are performing yeah there's this guy we find out to come his name is winslow leach oh, yeah and he's pasting a like a little like diy poster over the poster saying winslow leach on the piano so he's a small time guy um who's also performing at this big swan um performance event right um basically think if like a really indie diy singer performed like opening for a more popular local band yeah 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 except he went full-on intermission with no one else listening to him he was just willing to just go hard exactly he's like yeah. really busking it trying to like get out and get his name and music out there it's gonna be found someday but we got so this cuts away to philbin talking to swan to who swan, is unseen yeah. at this point we don't yeah know we just see like. his white gloves clapping after after the performance and right now we are like and this is like a thing like pov is like a thing that's repeated throughout this movie we are the camera's pov of swan like looking down at philbin yeah and, and in the background they're up in this booth you can see um the juicy fruits getting off stage them tearing down and yeah. setting up for winslow so it's another one of those cool moments of you see like all this shit happening in the background and um but you're paying attention mostly to what like philbin is saying right yeah and philbin is kind of john's like secondhand guy yeah right he like, seems like the manager of yeah. everyone basically you like a band manager like keeping all the bandmates in check like yeah sure they're like performing and taking all the drugs and giving all their drugs yeah he's basically a walking pharmacy he's yeah. very responsible <laughs> making sure all the women are adequately naked mm-hmm. yeah occasionally attempting to sexually assault some of them oh sure. yeah and again this is such a commentary about like the music industry yeah um, right for sure a lot of times it's like parodied and um like i don't want to say exaggerate i don't want to say exaggerated that's not the word i'm looking for but like it's like played up in this particular movie for like effect but um it is very much a parallel of like the real music scene so the Mm -hmm. movie is very self-aware and especially when you look back at like what the music scene was like in the 70s when this Mm -hmm. movie was made yeah yeah. it's very much like it's somebody who's aware of the insider industry making a commentary about that industry but it's for an audience that like either doesn't know the right. um deep extent of how bad that is at the time mm-hmm. so we're watching it in 2021 right yeah like we're very aware of all the damaging effects that like all these problems in the music industry have had and are having and we're like much more culturally and socially aware about that but this movie for like an audience in 1974 they're like oh yeah rock stars like to fuck um yeah music oh you gotta sleep with the music producer to get ahead they are not like they don't have that um context yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so it's a very interesting split where this movie is making it very aware that this is a problem and it's a bad problem and that these are bad guys but we're not quite aware of that yet it's a really interesting it really is like actually really early into th- yeah now that you oh. pointed out like i did not there's think like, of uh, like later like like two scenes later there's auditions where uh all the women go up and then they're like oh yeah we're we ha- we're not singing yeah 
were auditioning and then like later they're in a bed all together and they're like yeah i i've come here three weeks in a row and i've never sang no i just my I'm, audition we're, we are auditioning right now by making out with each other for yeah yeah it, and it really is interesting too i will give uh horror movies their prop in that by putting this in a in a horror context it is actually juxtaposing the and, and saying as a commentary this yeah. is a horrifying thing yeah yeah and as a commentary on the time it was like oh yeah this is just the thing and it's like no 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 this is bad you guys right I, I, I do appreciate that yeah and literally the guy the guy doing it all it works for the devil or, or yeah. some sort of deal with the devil yeah so it, it is like on one hand you can read it as part of like the camp of the movie that this is played up a bit um but on the other hand like we're absolutely right like it is very serious and it like seriously addresses the issue yeah um which is cool. Yeah. This movie rules. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So Winslow goes on stage and he's doing his song. Um, and, uh, yeah. Before I forget, I just want to point out the phrase, a swan song is like the last thing you do. And, um, the guy's name is Swan. Well done. And this yeah. is a song movie. And I think originally wow. I read Shut on Wikipedia. I had an insight and I didn't say it eloquently. So you wouldn't believe it. Well, I can't talk as smart as I can when I'm talking all the time, but I said something <laughs> smart. I, um, I read on Wikipedia that the, like the company was supposed to be called Swan Song Enterprises, but Led Zeppelin's label is called Swanson Records. Yo! And so they had to change Bastards. it. Like they got, so they, they got his death records. Yeah. What Which, the fuck did honestly, you say? Led Zeppelin? Bastards? Yeah. Death records. Not allowing it. <laughs> death records, is, so death records cool. is such a good label. And it's also like the death row records. Really I was going like, to say like the, dead bird. the bird yeah. was so cool. And they have these fucking, so a lot of people who work for death records have these fucking jean jacket vests. <laughs> and if, when I make one, I am going to be the worst person I know. I'm going to wear that to a DIY show and some indie kid's going to come up to me and be like, what's that? And be like, oh, death records. You haven't heard of them? <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> Only cool people know. Yeah. Um, yeah so, so then Winslow comes out. Right. No, no, no. Philbin's talking. It, this is actually kind of important. Philbin's talking about a guy that he brought into Swan to make her a celebrity, oh, and like basically, like she turned to drugs and kind of crashed and burned. Maybe, right. maybe. And Swan's like very much apathetic to the whole thing. Um, it's very indicative of how they view people in a music industry. How it's like a revolving door of trying to find the next biggest yeah. thing. Like it doesn't matter. Like that they're people. Mm-hmm. Um, but while all this has happening, yes, Winslow is setting up in the background. Right. And Swan interrupts. Uh, Philbin and is like, oh, this music should open the paradise. Um, so and this is my song. Philbin's like, what? This guy's singing? This, this like creep pervert, like <laughs> whatever. Because Winslow's kind of like he's just like a guy. Yeah, yeah he's, he's like a nerd. Dude. Yeah, good job casting him. I mean, I think right. I, I think I my immediate comment was he and my mom had the same haircut <laughs> from the 1970s, and so yeah. very much it was like, yeah, that's it's just a he's a. He's a real sweet looking bean. Yeah, he's, yeah. he doesn't look like he's going to be a rock star. Very so. goofy looking. Very goofy. He reminded <laughs> me of piano. John Lennon. <laughs> kind of like John Lennon, yeah. <laughs> I know he looks nothing like him, but when he walked on stage, I was like, what a John Lennon type. <laughs> so Swan Swan is like, no, I, I just want the music. I don't want this guy. So after the show, um, Philbin goes to meet uh what's his name winslow and he's like yeah we uh, the boss likes your your songs give us two or three good ones and we'll like yeah for context the paradise is the club the, club. the music club that's that gonna be open uh swan is gonna be opening in yeah. like the coming year 
Yeah. Um, and and uh, Winslow's like, no, I can't just give you one song. It's like a opera. It, like it has a whole thing. It yeah. is the story of Faust. It's the story. I will not give you. You will not take a piece of my life's work. Yeah. And then he gets he he gets very upset, very violent about it. Shoves Philbin up against a wall and is and is very threatening. And Philbin even has a moment of like, wow, you get really angry. <laughs> and it's perhaps that is another piece of a foreshadowing, if you will. Mm. <laughs> anyway, he won't give him the whole thing, so we get <laughs> But then yeah. So they they get his music somehow, right? They get that song they get that song that he was singing the, that night. Right. Yeah. And then they're I doing was a myself last night. <laughs> 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 Guys, I listen to the soundtrack very regularly. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? It's a, it's about how like He's Best dreaming songs. with his lover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sold my soul for one love. <laughs> Selling your soul. Hmm, another foreshadowing theme of this whole musical. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. They really just will... hit you with it up front. They're not. That's not subtle. A lot of the songs in this musical are just songs from the Faust musical. It really sure. is. This yeah. song in particular, when Winslow sings it, is beautiful. It's got this beautiful piano melody. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, dum, yeah. Dum, dum, dum. It's. It's a the whole soundtrack is gorgeous. I love this song. Anyways, Winslow cut to one month later, and Winslow goes to the <gasps> record offices yeah. for oh, a meeting. Oh, yeah. he goes to the record office, and this lady who has my dream job, oh, great, incredible job. He's like, I'm here to see Swan, and the lady's like, bet. And she opens this file, and he Winslow's picture and like file is filed in her list of like do not see ever. And she's like, Nah, bro, you gotta go. He's like, What? <laughs> Swan stole my song. Yeah. And that just cues up a whole, like, bit for the next, I don't know, 15 minutes of the movie where it's Winslow trying to get Swan to recognize that he stole his music. Yeah. And it's just basically him trying over and over again to try and get that done. This is the plot of Big Fat Liar. (laughs) Oh, my God, Molly. (laughs) You're right. I know. (laughs) It is. I don't. I, I don't remember. Big Paul Giamatti. Oh, it's his a finest work. He. You ever see Paul Giamatti sing "Hungry Like the Wolf"? No. You, you will if you've seen Big Fat Horny watching a movie. Oh no. Paul Giamatti. <laughs> Giamatti. Giamatti. I love Paul Giamatti, but not like that. Would. <laughs> That's fine. He's a. He's a. He's a gift to this earth. I will accept that. Hey, man. Like. Do you know who else is in Rock of Ages? Paul Giamatti. <laughs> Speaking of Rock of Ages, I almost choked to death on air. Oh, God. <laughs> it's a great scene where he, I don't know. Sorry, guys. <laughs> sorry, I'm not. Sorry, I'm I'm the weirdo. I feel like everyone's looking at me now. So, and on your birthday. <laughs> the next thing that happens. So Winslow goes to where um, Swan is doing auditions. And it's full of women. And he hears someone singing his song oh, and then he goes <laughs> is an old love and then he goes babe. and sings that's with not her. the song that they're singing what what are they singing is it i, I don't know, know. It's i don't her, we've seen it once molly you've seen it is it her audition song a lot of times yes. <laughs> it is the song that's supposed to be sung I yeah i think it is just his first song yeah, yeah. because like um uh yeah she's like 
oh, how do you know this song? He's like, I wrote it, and they stole it from me. But he doesn't have the full cantata yet. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. Have not it. finished. Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. Not done. Um, and uh, she's like, this, by the way, the actress is the girl from Suspiria. Jessica who, Harper. Yeah, who will be in Suspiria three years later. And she is great in that movie. Yes. She's great. It's her, it's her also, really her singing. Also, Jalo um, influences. Yeah, is a very uh, Brian De Palma theme mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Um. So she's singing, and she's a beautiful singer. So Winslow's struck by her and goes to talk to her, and they, it comes up the fact that he wrote it, and she's like, "If you wrote it, why aren't you auditioning with Swan?" He's like, "That's what I'm trying to find out." Yeah. So um, he like sticks with her while she goes to audition, and we see like she like gets let in the door on um, the door shuts like this guy's like jumping on top of her and she's like screaming and like is runs out of the room and she's like not like that i don't want to be famous like that right so, like obviously but the before very- um before she goes in the guy is like hey what is this some kind of boyfriend or something pointing at winslow oh. and she's like no he's the guy who wrote the song and but like the dude just kicks winslow out even though he protests and says that he wrote the music and he wants to meet swan but swan doesn't want to meet him so yeah, oh, so sweet, sweet Winslow. He's yeah. not figured out that you're never gonna be, you're never gonna meet Swan. Nope. So she walks out of her audition, um, uh, in quotes, uh, and then like walks out to Winslow, and Winslow's there, and he's like, "Oh, did you, t- did you at least tell him I was here, mm-hmm. <laughs> or something like that?" He's just like desperately trying to get this guy's attention. Yeah. So it cuts to another scene of like all these women laying on this big beautiful round bed the round set bed. design in this movie goes Ugh. so hard it's beautiful oh my god classic fancy 70s round bed like wardrobe <laughs> too yeah really like mirrors on the ceiling situation oh yeah, yeah. Yes. like yes 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 it's just i don't know like there were never were you disappointed to be looking at the screen like no. every single thing it was like oh man they thought oh, that yeah. through yeah the set it design was, was great. so good um, so all these women are laying on the bed and this is like we were having what we were talking about earlier like, yeah oh do you get to sing I never get sing I get invited back yeah, yeah. Um, and they're like they're like what do we do here we do each other yeah um, he likes to watch us yeah, was yeah. Also, there was some peak acting going on in that scene which uh-huh. I appreciated it wasn't and there was all dubs so I thought that was interesting really did you yeah. notice the voices don't line up. Uh, right, yeah. So all now that I think about it, 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 it did not. We did not see their mouths moving. Well, then we do <laughs> see. We do see the uh, the camera flick on, so you get the. You're finally getting the. If you were at all confused, is Swan a good dude <laughs> or maybe a neutral dude? This moment, you're like, no, no. he's a bad dude. And uh, yeah. what's his face is in in the bed. Winslow's, Winslow's in, in the bed. There. We see like at one point oh, up. Uh, a woman like laying on top of someone else and she's like oh just like keep me warm just keep me warm and then um the door opens and uh like the dude swan is about to walk out and then (laughs) winslow's head pops up from under the girl and he's like oh mr (laughs) mr swan (laughs) it's me winslow (laughs) i'm here to meet you and winslow does not say the nicest thing he calls him a slur and kicks him to the curb yeah he says get this f slur out of here um and then uh yeah so winslow gets kicked out and so this is our second (laughs) proof that swan is a bad guy um two strikes bitch (laughs) i mean really really it's probably a third if we were paying attention to the opening monologue that he gave about wanting to kick you know kick people to the curb 
Mm. Using abuse. Right. right. He's got a pattern now. Yeah. Um, and then he he so Swan Swan's dramatic entrance is absolutely glorious in this right scene. yes the, the shot is great made. Uh, yes. it's amazing does it have snakes on it or is it tigers it's fire it's fire oh, it's even <laughs> better than snakes and tigers yeah uh, and then he just throws himself in the middle of that bed and everyone and they're like Swan Swan <laughs> they swoon for Swan because he is like thank you I thought that was a good line. It was pretty good. They're like, it's he's very much like the music producer that's so popular in the seventies that everyone is like wants oh, to yeah. be with him. Right. He does have great hair. I'm trying to think yeah. of a comparable guy today, and I really can't. No. Jesus, <laughs> what the fuck? Who's Scooter Braun? Justin Bieber's manager, and he was Taylor Swift's manager, and the the guy that she was having all those issues with. Get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> He's the only guy I could think of. <laughs> anyway. DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled. <laughs> yes, the <laughs> hot producer that everyone wants to fuck. <laughs> no, DJ Ka- Nobody wants to fuck DJ Khaled. He like openly admitted to not giving yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. 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 No sarcasm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> um, so Winslow's outside, like, because he's been beat up. Now I can't stop thinking of <laughs> DJ Khaled. <laughs> Very We've funny. seen him in concert. Yeah, it was great. It was awful. <laughs> His whole thing was I'm just pumping up the crowd. Like he like, didn't do anything. He he just played a bunch of songs and like pumped up the crowd and it was great. He didn't play them. He, he had a different doing. DJ DJ and every now and then Khaled would get on the stage and just like scratch the record a few he's, times. So is he's he like a, a profe- meta DJ? He's a yeah. professional hype yeah, man. Yeah, he's just a hype man. DJ, DJ? DJ? Yeah. Anyways. He was opening for Beyonce. He was opening and Jay-Z. for Beyonce, yeah. Wow. Um, I, mean, I also want to say with, with what we were just saying, nobody wants to fuck DJ Khaled. No, nobody wants to get fucked by DJ Khaled. That's true. Yeah, doesn't that mean anybody mean. doesn't want to fuck DJ Khaled. <laughs> There's a distinct difference between those two scenarios. Right. Where were we in the plot? Wow. Yeah, Swan is in the bed. Yeah. Right. Swan is there Winslow. looking marvelous, <laughs> getting all, all sorts of ladies all over him. Yeah. Showing you that he is truly a bad dude to him. And then he's, Winslow gets his ass beat. I won't say he's a bad looking guy. This is true. Right. He's fine. He's got a little Elton John yeah, Played by yeah, Paul Williams. Yeah. yeah. Paul Williams. Yeah, you're right. He is Paul it's, Williams yeah. who wrote the like actual genuine music and lyrics for the movie. Right. Which speaks to the the talent that is before you. It's yeah, so good. Yeah. <laughs> Purely I, talented. I believe this then cuts to outside we see yeah. our, our dear Winslow who's been bloodied by oh, his yeah. By his throwout and his uh, the anti-gay attack that he's he, just experienced, he's, he's not doing great. He's been beaten up, and two very mean cops yeah. come <laughs> over who have been clearly paid off. Right, drugs, <laughs> on. <laughs> drugs on him, and then uh, in one of in I have to say, probably one of my favorite bits in the whole in the whole uh, show is that when then they just cut to <laughs> thing. do you know what you can get for pushing this kind of stuff in this town? Yeah. And then just cuts to a judge standing in front going, life! And, life. The gavel, and then it's Sing Sing and then it's just a great gut sequence. <laughs> yep. I do also appreciate, I am, I have big dad energy so I really appreciate a good pun and the fact oh, yeah. that they sent him to Sing Sing, Sing, Sing was yes. fabulous. Yes. It's That's so great. good. I, I will say the only the only metaphor that I was intrigued by but couldn't quite unpack possibly in my drunken state 
was that then they do Swan is then sponsoring teeth replacement dentistry in this prison. Like yeah. Experimental dentistry. Yeah. I don't know. And Winslow gets all of his teeth involuntarily replaced with like silver dentures. Metal? Yeah. yeah. yeah and I, I didn't get that. It was particular. purely just to change his teeth. Like, that was it. They were just like, oh, you know, like, to, what's going to really top this off is some silver teeth. How do we get that? <laughs> How do we get that? Written in, oh, he's going to jail. He'll lose them in jail. We need this man to wear a grill immediately. Yeah, like, this is the way. It was a. It was definitely the wardrobe department decided. Just an extra punishment. I was trying to go real meta here and be like, okay, is it because he owns his mouth? No. Nope. Like, it's a metaphor his for voice. his voice yeah. and his body and like every part it of him is important in his own then by this figure and maybe I was going too deep and maybe it's just like no he needs silver teeth maybe maybe um, maybe Swan doesn't work for the devil and instead works for the tooth fairy <laughs> they never said they okay. said, they okay. said okay. I've been called by many names not the devil this is true weird D&D insertion because I can't survive without making it about D&D uh, tooth fairies are just a subset of bone fairies and bone fairies are terrifying so yeah. maybe he is yep. a bone fairy that would track Okay, anyway, back to the plot. So, yeah, also, I wanted to mention this movie also taking down Cricket Cops. <laughs> please, also, please go on. Irritatingly, I did find it frustrating that the two cops were some of the only um, black characters. Yeah. In I noticed that, was, that yeah. too. I yeah. was like, um, this is unrealistic and bad. Right. Yeah. That that part that part definitely like, yeah. broke the suspension of disbelief for me. It's like, how dare? Yeah. Yeah. Um but um at one point like he's uh working in a factory or something now well um, it's it's just like i think it's, it's like prison. while he's in prison right. it's like the prison work making tiddly winks <laughs> they're making toys yeah <laughs> um i was and... so confused as to what that toy was but it's fine oh did you never play tiddly winks is that no. that's real it is a legitimate game that i used <laughs> yeah <laughs> it looks like simon what no it is it is an amazing Sam! amazing game i've never I heard of it all the time you flick these little circles and do like a thing yeah that's pretty much it there's like it's almost like you have like i can't explain like it to you you don't pog. you almost have you know like what pogs little, are a little thing that you yeah. i've seen the pog champion video pog champs poggers in this room is getting assassinated uh, okay 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 i've played this i've played thank this. fucking god i've dude. played this jesus yeah. we're good we're good um Yes. So they're making Tiddlywinks in a factory line. Right. And and on the radio, he hears that the the fr- Juicy Fruits are going to sing for his. Faust. Yeah. His cantata. Yeah. And this caused him to have a breakdown and beat up a guy. And then he escape. runs out. He escapes. <laughs> he escapes. And he does everyone. a pretty good escape. Not going <laughs> to lie. He just Crafty. runs. Very insecure assembly line. Yeah. He runs. Oh. He, um, (laughs) you good? Yeah. He, uh, at one point dives into a box and then slides that box out of the building and uses that escape pod. He's escaping! The killer killer is escaping! Um, very much that. Yeah. So, um, and but then he ends up in a record where he goes say, to the do you record say why? Do you say why he's escaping? Yeah, he, he that's it. He goes radio. to find the record and he starts destroying them. Because yeah. the Juicy Fruits are singing version of Faust has gone gold. Yeah. 
Yeah, he goes to the record office and then just destroys everything and gets chased out by security. But then he, um, like, trips and falls into a record press. Yeah. And it implies that it, like, crushes or burns his face, but we right. don't actually, like, see it. No, you oh. do. Oh, I guess you do we'll come see it, see it come when down he, on him. Before he crawls yeah. into the East River, you see his face is all, like, bloody yeah. and he's holding how, it. How it managed not to just decapitate him. Yeah, no idea. Right. Apparently, they used a real record pl- press for that stunt, and he was actually stressed that he was going to get injured. Okay. That's scary. Yeah. That is terrifying. Back yeah. in the seventies, you didn't have as many options. About and that. like, yeah. they had like stuff blocking it, but um, it got to the point where it started to crush the stuff that was blocking it. So yeah, but they got him out. So but yeah, so he gets out, and then he dives into the river or something. Um, yeah, he dives in the river, and then we see a news report that um, in the newspaper that his body was never found, yeah. and dun, dun, he's dead. Dun. He reported dead. Which also, can we just... My sidebar was if he fell into the East River with his face looking like that, Oof. there's no way that's mm-hmm. not a horrendous infection. Oh, I yep. know. That's disgusting. <laughs> God. Come on, Mercer. <laughs> <laughs> that man's lucky to have any skin left at all. <laughs> If I ever get a flesh-eating bacteria, I'm going to need someone in this room to, like, put me out of my misery. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, thanks, Sam. Yeah, this is, yeah thanks, Sam. Sam's You're a good real friend. friend. I remember. Um, so, so he somehow ends up at the Paradise. Yeah. Cut yes. To, it's like... It's, it's opening, opening soon. It's opening soon, right? How long after? Six, six months. months. Six months. Six months. Um, and we get his whole POV shot walking in like people are running it's away from so him. It's so good. It's really, really good. Yeah. it's Somehow he manages not to get seen the whole time, which is... Well, he gets well, seen by people two see people him. and they run away and then, but then nobody face. else notices. They see how um, Holy bad his face looks. He, is. he walks past like some some people, performers who are like talking to the guy um, and then he goes to the um, costume workshop. He picks out, He he's like, what is the sickest outfit <laughs> I, yeah, can, yeah. I can wear while I'm haunting this place? The bitch has <laughs> options. Like he right. knew, he was like immediately, like, if I'm, if I'm gonna cause terror, I'm gonna look good. <laughs> and he was right for that. And the outfit he picks, one of the um, eye holes on his mask is punched out, and it just happens to be the eye hole that's not covering his yep. burnt and eye. Make sure to put some makeup on underneath. Yeah, right. full oh, Winslow Leach is nothing if not stylish. He's got, he's got the eyeshadow, but he also like matches it with the lipstick. God. I mean, it's phenomenal. And the helmet matches his new teeth. Oh, it's oh, so yeah. it's, it's great. Cool. Like it, it, just from a character design perspective, it fucking rules. Like, if yeah. you were at the Paradise and you just saw that guy running in the rafters i would be like is this place ah! fucking haunted yeah. was that a ghost <laughs> nobody looks like that which i'm also just trying to think back to original phantom of the opera character design yeah and i mean obviously the the face is is the similar Skull. Thing. It's like, it was more of like a half face right because well, that's the phantom has the in fact has the like, yeah the eye that one side you get to see his face and yeah. that's exactly what they yeah. did here but it was like new agey and spacey oh yeah right do you guys want a Molly Haynes fact? Sure. Yes. When I was in elementary school, I participated in the school talent show. I want to say about fourth grade. Me and my friend Emma Leary um, did Phantom of the Opera. Wow. I was the Phantom. Which Phantom of the Opera song? Um, I Fa- bet Phantom that, of the Opera. I one. bet that the sounded great with your little nine-year-old voices. She was Christine. I was the Phantom. Oh, hell yeah. I came out from behind a wall. <laughs> 
to sing my part and her brother jonah played it on the piano because her mom was the music teacher so we spent so many times rehearsing and one of the times we were rehearsing we were just listening to other music and it was um barbie girl by aqua and her mom heard this and was like i don't like this (laughs) no mother has ever heard their children singing barbie girl by aqua and been excited about it that song did a lot to me as a child also lala by ashley simpson Sister of Jessica Simpson. Right. Did a and whole ex-wife lot of P Wentz <laughs> <laughs> It's all connected. Your whole life is just a <laughs> single <unfurling>. thread. <laughs> Do you think she was talking about being a French maid at the door to about Pete Wentz? Likely, I don't know. Where were we in the film? <laughs> Sing the split screen it. scene. Ugh. I'm sorry you guys. I had to make it about me. <laughs> In that moment, it's your birthday. So what happens with split screen? The split screen scene. This is it's, really really cool. Yeah. Oh, because he he plants the bomb. Yes. Right. Oh, and the billowing cape. Yeah. The first shot of the billowing cape, which also the Phantom has a good cape, so that's mm-hmm. an excellent parallel there. Yes. And the Juicy Fruits have now updated from the 50s to the 60s. They're the Beach Boys. The beach bums. Beach bums. <laughs> yeah. Which is like a direct beach, right, boys. beach boys parody. Um and uh so the two sides there's like it's just two different views of this rehearsal um and we get like the backstage camera on one side and then we get like the performance happening on the other side um and I think both of them are like continuous shots mm-hmm. uh, no actually there is a bit of editing um but like one of them the one that's backstage follows people yeah, yeah. um onto the stage like in a car and we see like philbin her like telling a woman to take off her shirt and she's like oh it's just a rehearsal yeah. i don't need to be completely naked and she, he's like no take it off and then like yeah and then he goes up to one of the band people um and talks about the drugs that he's doing um, well, that that one is is upset because he hears ticking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which. And then he asks him what his sign is. He's a, and, and Philbin is a Leo, by the way, confirmed. <laughs> Which rules? And I think this is a great all sign. of this, this while you're great, listening to ticking. Great opportunity yeah. for everyone in this room to say what sign they are because I think it's going to be funny. You two go first. I'm a Cancer. Scorpio. <laughs> are you? Harish, what are you? Scorpio. I'm a Scorpio. And I'm a Cancer. Oh my oh, god. Wow. <laughs> wow. What is Oh my god, how rare. There's a lot of water in this room. water signs get fucked, get fucked. This room is liquid. Oh my god. Where were we in the film? Juicy fruits and the bomb. Yeah. Yeah. The split screen. So, yeah, we get, we also get a shot of what's his name? Swan watching um, the performance. Um, And then the bomb explodes. Woo. And they also see they also see him running away. They see the phantom running at one point. Yeah, yeah. Um, it like uh, at one point the camera like swoops up, and then like you see him looking down, and he runs away, and it, then the he camera like just, throws something. Yeah, he? and the camera just like continues to go over. So it's just like a know. quick glance. It's really fun. To me, Is it looks like he, he throws through something is this where he appears from behind the swan too no he's just like up in like a box yes. no you're right yeah. you're right you're oh right. he does and he gets seen and then swan, swan yeah. sees oh. him behind the swan yeah i see yeah. right yeah, yeah. the imagery the i loved it i right. recall yes swan like we see that swan has a um secret room 
Oh yeah, he uh, turns the candelabra thing. Yeah, and it opens, opens up a mirror. mirror. Oh, and you're like, what could be behind that door? Yep. <laughs> and you don't get to find out yet. Um, but anyone who has see, a creepy, spooky villain we, room is. I thought just, we see him in there, and he's like looking at footage and seeing proof that he is. He looks and he sees. Uh, he, he Winslow sees Leech. Winslow. Winslow, yeah. yeah. Or the man who once was Winslow Leech and is right. now the Phantom of the Paradise. Phantom. And he, uh, Winslow is, was following him. Winslow saw him go into the secret room. Um, and, uh, oh yeah. Like he comes out and Winslow tries to attack him and and then he's like, dude, I know you're there. Um, and basically he offers Winslow a deal. Yeah. Something about like. He he just wants the rest of the the play. He wants the rest of the music. Yeah, and he's like, "We'll work together." Like, oh, yeah. And he gets him in a contract. Oh, the best yeah. part about this contract is that it is, first of all, it so is, fancy. We're in the 1970s. It's not a typed contract. It no, is a handwritten <laughs> calligraphy script contract that has multiple very bad languages moments yeah. in it, yes. and it's like 300 pages. Yeah. And Winslow's contract comes with some mighty fine print. Oh my god! Some mighty fine print. Some mighty fine print. No, it's actually and quite that large. contract puts Winslow it in a mighty fine big. predicament. <laughs> if he doesn't use the smaller font, it probably could have been cut down to like twenty pages. <laughs> it really could have condensed that. But you know what? Then, then where would have been the magic? The, the you know the, the good calligraphy. Yeah. The good yeah. binding at the top with some kind of a hide. It was really you know the audience would not have been able to read it. This was. For all of us who are perhaps Faustian fans, which this is the only part that I was very upset with Winslow, because Winslow, you just wrote a frickin' opera on Faust, which is already an opera, on signing a deal with the devil, you yes. are being handed a goddamn contract to sign in blood. Bruh. <laughs> Figure it out. Come on, man. What are you doing? Look at your life. Look at your choices. He wanted his music back. He needed that music back. If you hadn't already figured out that Swan was either the devil or in league with the devil, this is your sign, buddy. Right. Time to leave. But this is also... A important point about what revenge does to us, boys and girls. Yep. Take note, it turns you into a, a monster. monster. After you were literally disfigured by a record press and then survives almost drowning. Yeah. And then you get handed a contract. So then also part of the deal is that he gets to help pick the talent that's going to be singing his song. Yes. And lucky for us, we already know. Oh, we've already met her. We knew. We've been new. Yep. The one, the only Phoenix. Phoenix. <laughs> and okay, so at the audition, um, they watch one girl and then she goes away and then the one guy, what's his name? Uh, the little Philbin. shithead? Philbin. 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 Yeah. He like Regis. smarts off to Phoenix about singing and screaming and she's like screw this and she starts to walk away and then swan himself gets on the mic which never happens and he's like phoenix like you're gonna or like what are you willing to do and she's like anything and he's like will you give me your voice and she's like yeah sure real so little mermaid moment. yeah, yeah. Just very little mermaid very little mermaid it's another musical opera that we're being thrown yeah to this right mix. and then she sings an amazing song mm-hmm. phenomenal performance she sounds so good and then she ends it with a little dance what's the dance the dance mm-hmm. was questionable okay <laughs> let's go around the circle and say how everyone feels about the dance starting with harish it was fine i liked it it was silly was i loved it but like 
that's not a dance you do at an audition. Um, it was delightfully bad. <laughs> However, the bell bottoms. Yeah, they made, made it. it fantastic. She's amazing and could do no wrong. I wish she would have just when she exited the stage just stayed off. That would have well, been hilarious. Been, it really would have been a mic drop moment if she yeah. just fucking left the audition. Like, Did she just do that? I would have. Uh, but then she came back and I was like, no. It was the go. it was the it's end not, of the performance. Not, yeah, right. But but chance. they're gone now. The upstairs people are gone. Yeah. Yeah. Look back and Swan and someone else are gone. gone. But we it's see empty. it implied from like their point of view, like that um, she's clearly the one that he wants because he like grabs Swan's like hand, like shoulder, and is like you know like this guy, this girl. Because at oh, this point, by the way, he can't talk. We forgot no that. Reason that we can't we can't figure out why he doesn't have a voice anymore. But he's, right. Well, he, he got crushed got in the crushed. record press, like getting yeah. Oh, okay. So he can't talk right now, and, and so he's been right into the East River, probably yeah, communicating <laughs> yeah. with like grunts, basically. <laughs> The, after they do the audition thing, then they well, work on his voice, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, Winslow is singing, but his voice is all, it's all distorted and tech- fucked up. Technology. I remember sounding. the fun fact. This yeah. movie. I'm going to interrupt ahead. you to say it, by the way. This movie used to be shown as a double feature with Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, that makes oh, sense. That makes oh, sense. Yes, yeah. obviously. That was a good combo. They fit together, yeah. yeah. I would love to see this Sorry, movie live in the Rocky Horror esque. Oh this yeah, this one would work. Bits. I right. know what character chicken. I would play. Yeah, is it beef? And we'll get there. <laughs> um. So. Oh my God, we still haven't met. We still have. We still <laughs> so much plot to cover. So <laughs> yeah. So um, the dude Swan is like d- messes with a bunch of filters, and he can like record um, the Phantom singing in his old voice perfectly and he talks like phoenix yeah <laughs> Which so is then, that's not at all what he sounds like i don't know yeah, why i well, that. he gives him a different voice box he gives him another machine that he puts on to his carry chest with him. Very darth vader and it's, then he says yeah, it's exactly he sounds just like darth vader and then he says like when you want to sing just like plug it in right. and like they can they can like program it to sound better right yeah so then do we meet beef because he he basically says like yeah we'll so Uh like phoenix uh uh wants to be she he wants phoenix to be in the show but she'll be back up yeah oh so meanwhile there's this whole montage of um uh winslow writing the song as the candle burns down and then we see swan in this big room surrounded by a desk that looks like a record record. and he's like you know phoenix will be a backup singer we she's been done the only voice i can stand of perfection is my voice yeah so i need to find somebody who's the future of music so it goes around the circle and it's all these popular styles of the 70s yeah and we get like um kind of like black soul music like willie nelson style like man and a guitar two right. like women singing together like kind of like a sister act like soulful like sweet thing mm-hmm. and then kind of this like simple like melodic band and <laughs> the man can himself. i say can i can yeah. i please do it thank you guys um we get glam rock 1970s beef <laughs> <laughs> and honestly the song but we don't like, know his name yet we just get this guy singing the oh, audition yes. song is horrific well, he sings no. like one line and then flexes at the guy and swan is like yes that's it that's, that's what it. we want that's my man and so we cut to like um 
a press conference yeah it's yes. like a press conference outside of an airplane saying this guy flew in from transylvania <laughs> and he's like there's a coffin the, and he's again also wearing a top hat which is fabulous perfect costuming and set design by the way this movie fucking rules yeah yeah it's these, he's like standing in front of like an airplane this press is like swarming him there's a coffin next to him it's very caligari um, and he is like introducing it saying, um, this is the music that's going to open the paradise. Right. Um, you have to be there to see it. And I got the quote right here. Um, he's like kind of hyping up what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. We've like, the, and somebody asked, one of the reporters asks, will the juicy fruits be performing Faust? And he's like, no, that's a reflection of the past. Gentlemen, I give you the future. Beef. <laughs> and then they open the coffin and reveal beef fully, like, glittered up in full head to toe makeup and then he straight up just hisses yeah so good like it's great best introduction of a character i have ever because like we don't you don't know beef until that <laughs> moment yeah, and then yeah, you yeah, know so, beef yes. And then we all know. Yeah, beef. we knew beef. Yeah, but then yeah. we only know part of beef. Yeah. Because there is some, there's so much more. This is when like the like one, two punch happens. Because you're like, oh my God. And then in the next scene, you immediately hear beef speak. Beef. Oh my God. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. And so it, it, some other stuff happens. It cuts to singing in like, like a performance rehearsal, of yeah. the Faust song. Yeah. This love affair was started long. Yes. Ago. Wow. Which is a great beef impression, by yes. the fucking way. You got yeah, yeah. Very much like not the voice you want for this song. Oh, absolutely not. It's too much. A great voice for a different song. But yeah, so they they stop the they stop the rehearsal, and Beef starts talking shit. He's great. Oh, he's like, you better get a cantata for this. You gotta it's a get little a castr- my, It's a castrato. Oh, yeah. She gotta get castrato for this. Um, it's a little out saying, of my range. I'm not doing it in beef drag. Is, um, shall we? <laughs> shall we say beef is slightly queer? Coming? <laughs> <laughs> He's the gayest character I've ever hands seen. down. Right. Beef is like one of like like beef the, transcends gender, like sexuality. Literally, like it wasn't even because like, at a certain point you're like, oh, this is just a character caricature. But it's like, no, beef is something else. <laughs> <laughs> beef is a, Beef is like truly if David Bowie was bred with a package of actual beef, yeah. oh you would get the character beef. I, yeah, yeah. And I fucking love every, it. Every time Beef spoke, I was like, absolutely incredible. I have no notes on this character. There's no, there's no improvement. There's no room for improvement. No. Beef perfect. is the best character in all the films. <laughs> Cinematic history. Where are the Oscars, honestly? <laughs> um, I am Gilbert Graham's number one fan, and I will claim that to my grave. But yeah, so to say, you know, all this to say, like, he sounds real gay. <laughs> like, yeah. like the most stereotypical. They like leaned into it. Oh, oh yeah. my God. He changes when his lisp happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> his beautiful, inconsistent lisping. And Glitter. I, and I will say, this is a movie that very much, like, leans into camp. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Know, oh, yeah. Like, it is, a, it not only is it a cult classic, it's like a gay classic oh, yeah. movie. Um, if you're gay and you don't like this movie, I would love to hear why. Yeah, because you're, you're gonna, wrong. You're gonna actually. need. You look at beef and you have a problem. Like, <laughs> also, I have questions about your sexuality. Yeah. If you watch this movie and you don't feel gay, <laughs> is beef hot? Yeah, yeah, yeah beef's hot. <laughs> is beef hot? Beef, beef is fucking slab of yeah. sexy yeah, yeah, yeah. Beef, beef is, is hot. Very hot. Um, beef has made it into my top five. 
So within, immediately. within this performance, Beef like throws hissy fits and stuff, and then like Swan comes out and is basically like make the song your own like he yeah. beef does not want to sing the song he knows he's not vibing with it and swan's like give just make it beat. yeah give make it your own yeah. oh away. well he also be, well there's the whole thing and i love this quote um you gotta get a girl to sing it i'm not doing it in drag and um swan goes you can sing better than any bitch <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just love that all the girls on stage all the like they don't even they're like they they're like amused by this yeah statement. yeah phoenix is there as a backup singer and she she's rolls like, her eyes yeah yeah but it's um outside. yeah so then after that i think it's another scene well with- i do just this a real quick again not to be too meta but with, we've got the teeth thing and then we've got this voice stealing thing yeah yes, that yeah. swan's got going on he takes like Winslow's actual voice and gives him a much shittier version. Right. He talks about how he can't have the good, like, Phoenix's good voice because he can't have anyone better than himself. Yeah. And then he tells Beef, like, don't sing it like that. Like, make it your own because it's like, don't, I, I, it just feels very like, no, 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 we need to, we need to contort this thing that is too good. Right. And so we need to beef it up. We yeah. can't, oh, yeah. Have, yeah, we can't have any piece of Winslow remaining. Right. In this, no, Winslow cannot have nice things. Is basically the campaign of this movie. Yeah, yep. honestly, justice for Winslow. He deserved better. <laughs> um, so also at this point, um, we see um, Swan going to the room where Winslow is, and Winslow's sleeping, and there's a bunch of pills there also, and. Uh, Does he pop him pills at this point? Like wakes him up and is like, "Just breakfast." I don't know how they ended up there. I don't know what the situation was. We didn't really see Winslow taking pills. We're almost to assume that he's been drugged or like took it himself and is trying to die. This is a good point. It's very implied that he's he's not having a fun time with his little bargain that he's made. Miserable. Yeah. yeah. Um, But he's also so driven by passion oh my god yeah he's in love with her so yeah so then swan Swan steals the the rest of the music and then he gets them to seal up the (laughs) room build a fucking brick wall the best part is they bring it in sequences like first we see the bricks yes (laughs) then we see them stirring the cement (laughs) and then finally he's like goes out he's like do it seal it up seal it and then there's the great when when Winslow goes and opens the door and it's bricked shut and he screams. Oh my god, it's so good. And also, by the way, on the oh other side of the brick wall, I think they put some sort of vinyl in front yeah, of it. Like, yeah, yeah. In a little bit, spoilers, he busts out and there's like vinyl ripped through it. So I was like, what was the design with that wall? Right. And right. When, did, when did Winslow get like superpowers? Yeah, I know. Yeah. That wasn't, that, it, it's the passion for Phoenix. It must have been. Or the Type. drugs. Or the Oh, it or could both. That couldn't have been what those pills were. Accidentally gave him an upper instead of a downer. Yeah. You gotta be careful. Well, this is why Philbin was the drug pusher and not, uh, yeah. not Swan. That's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. Um, so. So. I mean, we, we can probably skip to the point where then he does get sealed in and, and it's go- about to be the opening performance. And well, I didn't want to skip okay. the scene gotcha. where, oh, okay. where right. Beef. Um, beef right after this is like in his dressing yeah, room yeah, yeah. and he hears something upstairs and then he's right. like this place is possessed is- <laughs> yeah so he's well, already is- like <laughs> freaked out a little bit like he he because he hears him screaming because he, yeah. he realizes he's locked it's in the room uh, so beef is convinced that there's like a specter and then the- um we get him like facing off with philbin and he has like oh horns. Did I miss it no no what? we're right there we're um there he's in the shower no, 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 we're not there yet. Okay, we're we're getting right second. there. I have to get more toilet paper for the downstairs yeah. bathroom. Uh, we're, we're getting there. Uh, yeah, he 
he's wearing some like horns like deer horns like as a belt buckle type yeah it's oh yeah this you're right this happens before the santa outfit yeah yeah, right right yeah oh yeah he's (laughs) beef is literally horny yeah yeah he goes right up to the dude and then they like face off it's very like i don't know in case you were wondering if this was queer coded oh yeah this really gives it away for you smack you in the fucking face with it yep (laughs) so they basically just have a conversation and beef is like concerned and what's it philbin is like like no like get your ass up there like you're it's, it's basically fine. a show must go on yeah speech stop being like, a scaredy cat yeah, yeah. oh wait. yeah we're talking yeah. about it <laughs> molly has things to say about the antlers it's hot <laughs> mic drop um so then she's not wrong um so then he goes to take a shower and there's a full-on psycho reference yes shot yeah. for shot straight up he's singing in the shower yeah, um, practicing. Yeah, he's, he's beefing in the shower. <laughs> this is the preview for the song we're going to hear later, Life at Last. And yeah. he's singing it in the shower. Yeah. Um, and he actually doesn't perform it. This guy named Ray Kennedy does. And um, for like the recorded version. Right. Yeah. But we get to hear um, Graham, um, um, Gilbert Graham sing it. And um, yeah, you're right. Full on psycho reference. Yeah. yeah, like the camera goes around him, mm-hmm. um, and then it's shooting like it's a kind of a clear, like translucent. Um, yeah, I'm glad we brought up um, astrological signs later because he has his a little Scorpio, Scorpio right? Oh, right. on his, his cheek, <laughs> and his I tattoo would, changes yeah. on his cheek. I was so distracted. It's a skull, a Scorpio sign, like a like some kind of gender sign. Ah, and then before the the cover. I was so, because I didn't, I hadn't noticed really the stuff on his face before. And then when he's in the shower, the whole time I was sitting there staring at it and I was like, what is going on with his, like, what is that? Yeah. And so I was so distracted by that that I did not notice (laughs) the figure (laughs) showing up. Yes, the clear, it's like a translucent shower curtain Mm -hmm. and we see in the background, the phantom walking up to him. Direct, like literally a direct yeah. psycho reference, and then which is so he cool. He stabs a knife into the shower curtain and rips it open, and Beef and starts screaming. And he gets screaming. a plunger yeah. and like plunges Beef's mouth. In a not psycho reference. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and so he basically says like, if you sing my songs, I'm going to kill you. Like my He's songs like, are only for Phoenix. Right. My songs are only for Phoenix. Anyone else that tries dies. dies. Which and then he like line. pulls the plunger off of Beef and Beef lets out like a moan and like falls down. <laughs> honestly, honestly. So, Same so Beef. Beef's, ha- beef's well done. Beef, beef well is done. well done. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> I thought of that in that exact second. <laughs> <laughs> and he comes out wearing a little Santa Claus outfit. Santa costume, he's trying to well, go he's, home. he's coming down the fire escape and Philbin sees him and like yeah. rushes over and he's like, whoa, 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 what's going on? He's like, I'm going to visit my mom in Cincinnati. Yeah. Which means Beef is an Ohioan. Yeah. Beef. Yeah. Welcome home, brother Beef. Beef is from Ohio. <laughs> Honestly makes the most sense of the fucking Absolutely. world. Absolutely. <laughs> so then Philbin again talks him down and like offers him drugs. He's like, you need an Oh, it's speed. You're just seeing things. And Beef goes, <laughs> I know drug real from real real. real. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and so um, he convinces Beef ultimately, like, go perform. Like, you go. Also, he repeats the exact phrasing that the Phantom used. Yeah. He's like, he, he said his songs were for Phoenix and Phoenix only. Anyone else that tries dies. dies. And he does, like, a pause, a dramatic pause right before <laughs> that. It's great. So, it really should be the tagline for the whole movie. Yeah, for yeah. real. 
Um, so beef goes <laughs> in, and then like so now it's gonna be the, the performance. performance. And oh my god, like whoa, 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 if whoa, whoa. I could put myself into any like fictional <laughs> thing, it would be witnessing this performance. Hundred yeah. percent, I would be going ape shit. I would have lost my fucking marbles because now the juicy fruits turned beach bums are now the undead. Yes. yes. And they're performing a song called Someone's Super Like You. And, and they the, have makeup it's on It's all like Dr. Kiss. Caligari yes. style yes, like background. stage and like the way their makeup's done is very like expressionist looking but it's also like there's Kiss Caligari. Yeah. Um, so it looks so cool. And this is where we also get the Frankenstein reference. Yep. Yes. Yeah, where yeah. they are with their with their guitar scythes, harvesting <laughs> body, while, parts. body parts. While the song is happening, they're chopping off parts. Their guitars have little blades on the end, and they have like prop mannequins, I guess, in the audience. And they they like cut off a woman's arm, and they cut a guy in half with their guitar. Um, and so blades. they throw all these bits into, and like they they get like torsos, and they get like a whole head off of something. Right. And they throw all these bits into this box and then the box like floats up and like all this like electricity is happening and they're singing and then um the uh then they're like it's like beef's big introduction he pops out of the box and then like he's gonna sing his little number yeah and okay just because i haven't been talking at all the past two minutes um (laughs) This is like my favorite scene in the whole movie. Like the scene going into the next scene. I think the whole um, someone super like you song fucking yeah. bangs. Oh, it's so mm-hmm. good. Really and nice. the stylistic is really cool. And you see Phoenix dressed as one of the Caligur- Caliguri Caliguri style nurses, like yeah. harvesting the organs as well. And it's implied that they're killing real people yeah. from the audience, and everyone's just fucking loving it. Nobody's yeah, got a well, problem. they're all clearly mannequins. Yeah. Yeah, but I think they are clearly mannequins. I like to think that they are killing real people in the audience, but like the '70s style effects didn't like. Oh, really? I just I saw know. it as like the, the rock stars the were being like, "Oh yeah, look at this silly thing we're doing." Yeah. Well, look at the guy. They're like stabbing that guy, and his head is like shrinking into the thing. Like that's a real well, no, because it was like the chest cavity yeah. was being pulled up and over his head. Because is this he was not just real? Wearing... No, no. no <laughs> These were just props yeah. that they were doing for Guys, a silly I've show. Seen this movie like ten times. <laughs> yeah. No, I think they were it's being... intended to be like killing real people. Oh no! This is just part of the act. <laughs> yeah, like the actual death happens later on. Yeah, uh-huh. and everyone thinks it's true. yeah. Um, okay, but, although it would set up the real death if, if they it, also thought that the audience was being dismembered, and they were like, "Yeah, cool, yeah, let's go no, for no. it." The audience is still loving it. Yeah, the, the audience is really here for some death and gore. And again, this song fucking bangs. And then, like how we we're saying. Beef. beef pops out and he goes life at last <laughs> salutations from the other and he looks side incredible yes. does think yeah. um what's her name pebbles from the flintstones but glam rock Mm-mm. yes this is the costume i have wanted to do for the past four years since i saw this movie is the little crop top with the bike shorts and he so he he's wearing this like red torn up crop and mm-hmm. these like literally honest to god bike shorts like red torn yeah up. But around his joints, so around like the knees, elbows, torso, neck, it's like this stylized, glittery stitching. blood. Scars. Yeah. Stitching. Yeah. Which were all the parts that were just hard. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. It's the best look I it's have great. ever fucking seen. The performance in the movie. is yeah. fantastic. The energy is up. Everyone's feeling it. If I don't finish my chainsaw man costume, I'm gonna, <laughs> just going to fucking do this. There you go. So at this point, 
Someone's the a little there. upset. Well, so earlier um, we mentioned that the coffin rises up and then comes down. And as the coffin's coming <gasps> down, oh. we see a shot of the phantom rising up yeah, on the ropes so as the other side, well, on the other side. Well and the lyric while that's happening is they are singing, rises, yeah. while he's like coming up. We also see Beef get risen from the dead yeah, yeah. by a giant lightning bolt. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. once again... A foreshadowing. So yep. there's a lightning bolt that's just sitting up there in the rafters. Surely can't be anything important. It's like a big, like, neon sign lightning bolt. Yes. And so yeah. then the phantom... Well, no, 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 no. Beef sings Life at Last, which is the best song in the entire fucking movie. This song, honest to God, I listen to it regularly. It's so good. <laughs> um, And he's doing the whole, like, rock thing that he does... Um. And it's a song about being horny and wanting to date a woman and like being alive. Mm -hmm. It's just a song about being alive, bruh. And um, he does the whole wow, wow, like crazy thing with his vocals. Like he's making it his own song. Yeah. And um, he plays the guitar with his tongue hot. And um, unfortunately, all hot characters have to die if they (laughs) sing a song that was supposed to be for Phoenix. Phoenix. So then uh, the lightning bolt gets thrown down at him by the phantom and it electrocutes him and it's yes. so fun wow! the, way they, the way they like shoot the electrocution is just like a bunch of stills flashing on and he's just like changing his facial expression yeah and so then he passes out and everyone thinks it's part of the performance everyone and they're like what he literally catches fire yeah Guys, I do have to clarify. When I am saying that, I'm singing as beef and I'm doing a great job. <laughs> yeah, Molly. <laughs> I, I will say, too, there's also I some am... wonderful homoerotic tension in this sequence as the phantom, like, <gasps> gloweringly like... from the rafters is like, <sighs> like slurping at beef. At beef. He is slurping. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. it's one of those where it's like, do you want to kill beef or do you want something more with beef, phantom? Kill beef, go ham. And right. at this point, this was what he said. Wait, you ever see? No, it's not. It, I, I didn't write that. It's um, Childish Gambino. Do you like? Oh gosh. Yeah. Okay. Well, good use of Childish Gambino then on the pod. Well, Thank <laughs> you. I have to work it in. But then we also get, if I may make a beef joke, flaming Mongolian barbecue beef. You do. Yes. Get out. He gets burnt out. I'll see myself out. So. So then- the audience is cheering, um, <laughs> and they take beef out like in an ambulance. <laughs> And oh, they're no. cheering beef. We they, they're singing. We want beef. We want beef. And I thought yeah. we can't forget that Phoenix performs. Right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Before this, they're still singing, and I think this is a great emblem. I just want to get to this before I forget. It's such a great emblematic of like I think how people feel in the music industry. Like they're giving something new, and it's so exciting. And they're like, we want this. Like yeah. the audience is literally screaming. Yeah. For this new musical influence, and it it does prove Swan right in that um people want this like new image of the musical future and i think it also it proves that and i think it goes back to cycle through the whole theory that um is touched on in the very first song we hear the goodbye eddie that when musicians die you know they're so commodified and um in rock and roll music especially and in like i'd just say generally popular music yeah that's such a phenomenon like um when little peep died Think about like the impact he had on mm-hmm. that specific genre of music in general. Like he was such like a figurehead of that kind of like style of like alternative rap. Um, and when he passed away, you know, like how many people like really 
Why do you know so much about little feet, Molly? <laughs> Listen, I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Um, okay. Just like how many people like really like leaned into that and were so affected by his death because it was very sad. Like he died very young and he did yeah. such a lot for the music industry. But how his music was, um, I had not heard of this man until he died. Like yeah. for context. Yeah, I and mean, So when he passed away, I then heard his music and I got the scope of that. And it's a lyric in a 1975 song, which yeah. is the joke that Sam is making right now. <laughs> um, and I think he makes that joke because he's very aware that he could have been in the same position. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, but, it's also some pretty deep meta commentary that they named the um, most consumable character. Beef. After, yeah, the most consumable commodity. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so. Right. Phoenix, Phoenix performs. Has to do a performance because they a don't beautiful have a song. Anymore. Yeah. Um, and. And after the performance, um, she's in her dressing room and Mr. Swan comes in and gives her an offer that she can't refuse. Um, and yeah. tells her, yeah, like, I'm going to make you famous. You're yep. going to be really famous. And she's like, I'll give you anything. And, and she already has promised her voice. Yeah. Yeah. She's and she, already made her bargain. This is such a movie based on foreshadowing. Like, it's foreshadowed that, like, people are going to die. People are going to get betrayed. People are going to sell, like, their souls. And, like, and when she says she's going to give him anything, like, she really does. Yeah. That's, like, from her from her perspective at the beginning of the movie, she would do anything to become famous. Mm-hmm. Um, that's such a reality for so many people who are hungry and trying to make it in the industry. They would do anything to go well, to these links. We've talked about At first, she wouldn't remember. She, like, left the audition right. she was yeah, like she was i'm not like this yeah. yeah but we talked about this in perfect blue like you mm-hmm. know it, it's just one more thing like i have to do to make it yeah and so that's like exemplified in this movie within the context of the music industry and well, also she wasn't willing to give herself to the creepy like you know secondhand dude but then like oh the guy yeah, yeah. oh yeah i'll yeah. give myself to the guy yeah so um the main boss um so yeah after after this like uh all the the crowd is like cheering and they're making a lot of noise and she comes out of her dressing room and she sees the crowd in one direction so she looks the other direction and the phantom is there and he's like holding his hand down and like he he takes her up up to the roof where they watch uh, Beef getting put yeah. into the ambulance. With, with the entire crowd still chanting for Beef. beef. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So and he, he tells her, he's like, hey, it's me, Winslow. It's me, Winslow, yeah. And um, Shows her his face, which we still do not get to see. Yeah, and she's like, oh my God, like, what happened? Yeah. And also she's like, I thought you were dead. Yeah. And he says something vague, like, not yet. Or he says something weird about that. Right. Winslow yeah. really could have handled this moment a little bit yeah. better. <laughs> A little, a little yeah. thirst trappy. He's like, "Don't go with Swan," and she's like, "No, I want to be famous." Yeah, and she's like, "Listen, bro, alone. I'm getting, I'm getting mine." I talked to you once. Yeah, le- okay. Let's like let's unpack that. She talked to this guy one time. This yeah. guy is obsessed oh, yeah. with her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She has barely any idea who he is. News. Yeah. She's like, oh yeah, that's yeah, the guy I sang with once. Great, just great dynamic and in my he, opinion. He's like, I'm only writing songs for Phoenix. <laughs> when they're testing his voice, the first like words yeah. that he says is Phoenix, Phoenix, Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um sorry, that was really sad. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry guys you can't all be winners sorry i can do the best beef impression in columbus ohio sorry i can do the worst winslow worst leech impression winslow. 
So she goes, she I goes. I just touched that and, leaf, huh? And I had to. It's killing me. It, like the texture of it. I was like, I got it now. <laughs> I've been got, looking at it got, all night. I'm feeling on my hands. <laughs> She, it's like Winslow. So this is very. This is the very Christine moment. This is the very. Oh, oh, oh! And actually, super OG Phantom reference of like meeting Christine on the rooftop mm. and like and doing the whole pledge of love to her there and being like the warning and like the you know it's very it's 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 very Phantom. So yeah, it is Phantom in the Opera if it was set in the seventies and better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, Most things are better than Phantom of the Opera. Hot take. So. <laughs> But she leaves, um, and she goes with Swan, and Winslow follows them and creeps on them from. It's like <laughs> raining, skylight. and there's this big pyramid skylight, yeah. and Winslow's like looking down in it, watching on, these two as they're on the round bed, about to have sex, and then there's this moment where Swan reaches down and clicks a button, yeah, and then we see a camcorder outside turns on and it's pointed down at them, but in the frame you can see Winslow also right. watching over them. It's and like a security camera. Yeah. Outside the building that's pointed Which at the skylight so that you can record. Say, that's only good for sunny weather because like it's pouring <laughs> well, rain. That's going to be distorted. It's, it's good <laughs> if it's dark outside yeah. and light inside. But guys, it's the 70s. Oh, yeah. And this is a movie. It's the aesthetics that count. <laughs> well, they don't understand how cameras work and how it will like appear to us as 2021 viewers who have a knowledge of Absolutely that. It not. still works, though, because like they're lit up on the inside. And but it's blurry because all the water is going on the, on yeah, the glass. Yeah, that just adds. That's just and like a, a little, you know, what's did, it called? Boca? Did we, yeah. <laughs> sin, sin, can we get Cindy Lawson in here real quick? <laughs> Loves the boca. Um... We didn't talk about the song she sings. It's called yes. Old Souls. Yeah. And it goes, Our love is an oh, old Oh, yeah. Because love, then this song, this scene is again right set after. to the same song exactly. Yes. immediately exactly. after. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Which felt like it really fitted with the trope of giving the only woman character, yeah. like, the really, like, most boring song in the whole <laughs> yes. show. Which yeah. I was a little bummed about. That's but true. like it's like oh, I loved her song. <laughs> you don't like this song? I'm not saying I don't like the song. I'm saying it's it's the they went from the highest energy song yeah. Yeah. to like the lowest energy song. Yeah, but it's, it's the, the most soulful and emotional Okay. They should be lucky they even let women act. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, okay. That's a joke, by the way. <laughs> Is it? These women should be really happy for whatever they get. God, especially <laughs> on this round bed. Oh, fuck the devil. <laughs> you said it, not me. Round bed. Um, so, uh, so, so Winslow stabs himself with yeah, a knife. He gets so upset, he stabs his chest and uh, passes out. Yes. And then he wakes up and Swan's there. Swan's there. And Swan's like, ha, you dumb bitch. You thought you could die. You signed a contract and he shows him the contract. And it says like only Swan can terminate it. Yeah, this contract terminates with Swan. With Swan. And so, So. oh yeah, that's key. That's that's key wording. And so he realizes that he can't stab himself. And and he says, oh, sorry, sorry. I'm going to let you talk. Well, and then I was going to say... he's how does he allude to the fact that he also is in contact well 
he tries to he tells him yeah go oh yeah he tries to stab him he's like when you like when it comes to an end like your gaping wound will hold up if you try and hurt me because um swan uh winslow tries to stab him he's like if you kill me your like stab wound is gonna heal he's like i'm under contract too yeah Yeah. implying that swan has made a contract that keeps him from being because we see winslow try and stab him and the knife is just not going yeah it won't go in him at all chest yeah the thing that i found a little bit interesting about that whole sequence was that when he literally just tried to die and then and then swan is somehow threatening him with like if i die you die and it's like well he just yeah. tried to die so exactly like, maybe so, that doesn't have the emotional weight you i think, think it his does, point <laughs> i think his point is if i die you die but i can't die so you can't die is what mm. he's saying because he was like really cocky when he tries to well, stab him no, he's like i'm under contract he, too he says the thing he says that he explains that the wound is gonna open up it, if Swan dies. Swan explains that before he gets stabbed. Um, Which is a stupid reason to explain it because, like, this dude just killed himself. Well, no, but I think he's doing that on purpose. He's baiting him. He's baiting him to try to stab him to to allow him him to die. And so that is how he can. That's how he can prove to him that he's like, I can't die because he like knew Uh, that he was gonna want to stab. So he was just setting up a twist. Yeah, he was just like fucking with him. (laughs) So yeah, that that all happens, and we find out that they're under contract and they can't die. Final night. It's uh, they're doing like a marriage. Um, what's her name? Phoenix. Phoenix. Well, it's in a Rolling Stone magazine yes. cover. <laughs> yes, Swan, whose face isn't pictured, and Phoenix are getting married? Question mark. Yeah, everyone's On talking about how Swan's television. gonna wear a mask. I don't know. Like that was yeah. like mentioned. That, like, I guess oh my he's God, Swan's never like... been seen well, before. Yeah, because... he's like a mysterious figure because he's obviously immortal. So he's trying to keep that yeah. a secret. Well, think about when we go back to the scene where we introduce Beef. There's a um, reporter there who tries to take a picture of all yeah. of them and the camera snatched out of his hands like oh yeah yeah, yeah. so like he's a, since he's immortal he keeps his identity a complete secret right well, and like also there's the whole thing about how like a picture steals part of your soul mm-hmm. and what mm-hmm. we learn what we learn later like there's only like a certain video of him yeah a picture of him that's allowed right out. so as as these oh you can go ahead oh, i was just gonna say there is the there is the moment then also backstage where some woman right is like i've known him for so long yeah and this is a picture of him 20, so, 20 years, years ago, ago. Oh, you look old enough to be his mother <laughs> yeah but they look the same in the locket. Yeah, yeah. I also, why do you, why do you have a locket okay. with your high school boyfriend? I mean, if my high school boyfriend was Swan, you don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> so is this around the point where we get the video? Yeah. So, um, what's his name? Winslow, Winslow goes backstage to and the he finds room he, where Swan has been disappearing behind the mirror in the candelabra the whole time. Yeah, he finds a file that says um contract records of contract or something like that and winslow's like "Ooh, this pertains to me yeah yeah and he opens it he opens it and it's a film reel (gasps) and he watches the film reel and it's from 20 years ago and so we're watching swan make his deal with the devil and basically is, is in a bathtub um talking to to camera and he's like this is documentary footage i'm yeah, he's recording I'm, his own suicide attack. yes but. so swan's whole thing is that he's upset because he's only gonna get old and he wants to stay perfect like stay he young, is yeah and he's so right he's wanting young to end high. it but he wants to end it before it ends and so then his reflection looks back at him and starts talking to him and is like what if i can offer you a what contract you that'll could. keep you that way yeah. the reason i bring this up if there's a devil listening that hears this episode that knows i'm about to turn 25 i'm down <laughs> 
So Swan gets convinced. Ready and willing. Swan gets convinced, and so he signs the contract, and he also has to sign the contract in blood. And yes. um, so that that's like the backstory. And then we get a little bit of um, the footage of whenever... Um, What's his name? Will Winslow. Winslow. I keep wanting contracts. to call him Wilbur. Um, <laughs> he looks like a Wilbur, to be when fair. When Winslow also signs his contract. Then, and then we see Phoenix signing a contract. This guy, Swan, is a real Kanye West recording everything. <laughs> so true. He's it, got videos of everything. You know, the other, the other fun like little Faust pullback I, I enjoyed of this scene was when the um, the devil is talking to him in his reflection. In yeah. Yes. And he says, I go by many names. Yeah. And that in Faust, the, the devil is referred to as Meph- Mephistopheles, yeah. like canonically. And so, and I enjoy that because Mephistopheles can also not be the devil depending, oh. on, depending right. on the lore you're using for So they're saying. being vague on purpose. And so, yeah, they're being vague on like, which devil is it? Yeah. And so yeah. it could be like, which which kind of archdemon are we getting here? Also, I think it's mentioned that the, um, the video of him is like the only copy or like footage of him allowed and it's uh, like a dorian gray type situation yeah, where like yeah. that'll keep aging he'll keep, that'll keep aging but like um and he, his, he won't yeah or to keep to watch it we also get the the cut in as we see the other things his voice is not the same yeah. which is implying that like his the the image is almost the one talking through in that moment of getting more contracts which i enjoyed as a yeah. nice juxtaposition oh well, that's true yeah, yeah, I, re- yeah. I realize that now two points I love Dorian Gray. Second point, I'm going to use this podcast as a Craigslist ad again. If there are any painters out there who can seal my soul into a painting <laughs> before I turn 25, please hit me up. <laughs> so then... We um, also also gets revealed in this um, film reel that he's planning to assassinate... Um, Phoenix on, on live television night. so that he can sell her records. Yeah. Which another seem a little out of left field. I will say that was the only plot twist that I was like, meh. Yeah. Insane exec okay. guy trying to make money, I would buy it. I do yeah. have I have a separate point again. I'm um, going back to this whole thing. Um the reason so Swan was self recording his suicide attempt. I think this kind of speaks to like again the commodification of death in the music industry. Yeah. Um in a very personal way and i think it speaks to it in a way that hadn't yet been revealed to audiences at the time like sure you're getting like the narcissism of the entertainment industry and recording like every single thing you do but i and i think from a purpose (laughs) from a perspective there is no way they could have anticipated how bad that would get especially especially in the context of the world we live in where people yeah in rock and roll specifically exactly oh my god yeah because 74 like you think like I mean, 80s, 90s, rock stars are passing away all the time. Yeah. Um, 1990s, um, Kurt Cobain yeah. suicide. Yeah. It's very public. It's like highly publicized, and he doesn't do it for the publicity, but like it again is a highly publicized event. Right. Um, there is so much like personal entrenchment um, of entertainment in the music industry, where like again people feel entitled to people's personal lives. Yeah. And I think from that aspect of Swan recording that, from a perspective of watching it again in where we're at in our world it's not unreasonable to think about like it's been done before where people like record videos of their own deaths yeah and post yeah. it for like online or media attention it's just um it's very interesting to see that in the context of 94 when that wasn't as prevalent or we weren't as aware of it yeah right at the, the time 70s. i just think it's very cool and it like it's such a great insight into the character um he is such a um like capitalist on this entertainment where he like anything any kind of like source of like creating what the fuck am i talking about <laughs> um 
like who any he, source of marketing basically exactly yeah. he'll like jump on so i think like, yeah it, it's just it's very interesting he's, for the character and it's interesting in the context of how we view our world now about he's using like his own wedding for publicity yeah, exactly and then killing his wife for publicity yeah just it's can't just, stop killing people for publicity it's just really cool <laughs> i mean it's a good bit yeah. um sorry guys i keep getting pseudo deep on this episode <laughs> if i was a little bit more intelligent i could have a really great point about that so winslow yes winslow winslow's like okay burns that shit this. up yeah <laughs> so he immediately sets everything on fire in there because well, the whole thing about like if you destroy the yeah. tape like if the tape dies and then you, he could yeah. die um, yes what's his face swan has to watch it every day yeah. as well as one of the contract rules so that's why we always see him going in that room do we and, need yeah. to talk about this yeah well i mean we just well, mentioned it but like yeah. so yeah and then it said if the tape dies he dies so then winslow burns everything down and immediately starts setting into motion to stop this murder right and we cut to the show where there's a bunch of dancers the audience is loving it the filming of this sequence is fucking brilliant oh it's amazing it's great yeah the fact that it is shot as a rave and in the same kind of like intensity and chaotic nature yes. of the scene of the energy you don't know what's necessarily going on you're getting with these weird crotch shots of right. like raven dancers yeah. who have like a bunch the of cost- feathers those on their costumes were awesome it's very chaotic i love like, those costumes yeah. it was it was everything about this last sequence is amazing it's everything that paradise is supposed to be is like entertainment in excess yeah yes. um so cool. then um, while all the dancing's happening, Phoenix kind of just like appears from the crowd. She's just dancing And she kind stage. of grooves her way doing her little dance moves. And we see a gun being like put Set up with the silencer yeah. across. And then Swan rises up. Oh, and I think we mentioned it. Did we really talk about what this is going to look like? Um, Swan setting up um, Phoenix's assassination. What? Like how like they're gonna get the priest or whoever to do it like right after they say i do because there's a whole like till oh, death do it till death do his part and then the assassin's instructed to shoot, shoot her right yeah after um, which is stupid because yeah. she didn't say the vowel um but <laughs> the so then he rises up on stage and he's wearing a mask covering his face Hot. and um so they get set and then the priest comes out and starts doing the little vowels and then so you've got um, Priest is filled in. Just I yeah. feel like that's it's yeah, not yeah. an important because he, so he was excited. He was excited to play note. the priest. Um, so then and he's um, dressed like the Pope. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And again, like the costuming and whole design of this yeah. whole thing. Yeah, from a, it's from like a perspective of these people are obvious entertainers and they're trying to like be like engaging and like dress well and like create this fantastic set. But yeah. Also from a movie perspective, it looks so fucking good. Yeah. So. Um, Winslow notices that there's an assassin setting up and so we see him making his way over to that and then so then, but then on the stage like the vows are being said and then right on time right when sh- they're saying till death do us part or do you part to Phoenix is the guns about to be shot Winslow dives and like smacks it and um, uh, it shoots the it priest, shoots it shoots the priest Philbin. guy Philbin instead yeah and, uh, and he there's gets a bunch by. of chaos. Everyone's like, ah, the audience is screaming. But it's hard to tell if the audience is screaming for death or They're for like, the whole spectacle of the thing. They're like yeah. vibing, but yeah. also scared. Yeah. They can't quite yeah. figure out what the mood is. No one's really running away. Yeah. Right. No one's really right. fleeing in terror. Everyone's like, this is part of the party, right? Yeah. yeah. 
So, and um, the phantom like swings down. Very um, dramatic fashion. Lands on the stage. Yeah. Rips the mask right off of Swan. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Swan's and face is all old and look burnt and burnt up, up, up. and like bloody it's yeah it's like, so he gets pressed on a record player so you see that like part where he's like no, no, we're, no, talking no we're talking about swan when he pulls bleed. when the mask gets pulled off yeah i am following the thread so swan, i know what we're talking swan about. ain't doing so hot yeah and then um and it's revealed that his uh picture is broken yeah so and yeah. so because he's dying well, he, he stabs, um, the phantom stabs him. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He stabs him, and so because now Swan's dying, uh, the wound Winslow's opens wound up. opens, and he starts dying. And yeah. then he just starts kind of like... His mask comes off, his and mask, then he starts crawling Yeah, towards. and we finally see a reveal of his face, and he's all yes. smashed up and not looking too hot. And he's like crawling across the stage, bleeding Towards to death, suffering. I'm thinking of that Lincoln Park lyric, crawling <laughs> in my skin. That is yeah. literally him. He's struggling so hard. Yep. Phoenix runs away, I think, right? Because isn't she freaked um, out? He said something horrible. He said, speaking of people who die in the music industry. Chester oh, Blue, well, that's yeah. true, Rock. Of modern day. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like the, one of the more modern day ones. Yeah. Um, and then it, does it end? Where? How does it end? I don't it even like remember. It ends on the the logo again. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And oh, there's the well, song. There's also the great this great moment too when he he dies on stage. Yeah. Phoenix recognizes like the tragedy of the situation. Yeah. Phoenix goes and like holds his face. Oh yeah, that's him. it. Yeah. Meanwhile, these these other backup dudes who are literally covered in his blood <laughs> just vibing. Like, Let's just fucking party. Yeah, they're just and, feeling yeah, it. Because yeah. think from their perspective, the music industry for these people will continue. Um, every yeah. character that's died is like. Eh. They're you know, pa- they're the line for them. it's very tragic it's a very tragic story for the people involved yeah. um when musicians we love die it's sad for us like obviously like we've lost this great musical influence of like genre or form or like just a band that we like in general um but again like there are so many other musicians and there will be like the story doesn't end for us there but like for these characters it does so it's really like an interesting juxtaposition of yeah, I'm sure these fans are maybe not in this moment are sad because like the movie's not about that. Yeah, but, yeah, they will. You know, be. It's just this is such a good insight into like the entertainment industry. I think. And then there's a recap song. <gasps> oh, they just oh, hell of it by Paul Williams. Paul Williams, who is one is singing it, and, and it's, it's so just good. a recap of the movie. And you yep. watch the credits, and you get everyone's you know like their name and title. And it's a re- it's really fun. I loved it. Right. Um, and that's the film and that's it was film. great in every way great film it really was we should roll into segments we, we are segments? running I'm sorry, real long guys. i'm sorry <laughs> i i know it's my fault it's all right we can be long on this episode it's fine and off the rails multiple so, times, but it was for, for it was for a good cause what would you do can, can you sing it like beef harish no, no. <laughs> do, it. do it molly I, I can't yes you can i'm yes, gonna try can. no oh. you could just do regular it's okay what would you do? I'm going to make it my own. <laughs> <laughs> what would yeah. you do yeah. if it were you? You should see the audio levels for that I'm one. sorry, Hershey. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to have to like rip his headphones off multiple I'm so sorry. I'm not, but like, I'm going to say it. If you're doing beef, you're going to do um, beef right. So what would you do? Well, I'm, I can't sing, so that puts me back for yeah. even being in the room for this mm-hmm. 
Um, but if I could, I would somehow try to get into because this just seems like a great time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. I would be hanging out at the Paradise for sure. <laughs> Um, I also can't sing, but I would absolutely be there for the opening when the undeads are presenting. Oh, yeah. I, that's yes. what I would do. I would be in the audience for the undeads. Absolutely. Or I'd be one of the women that's just like sewing beef yeah. up. <laughs> Dream job for me. So I'd watch the murders, but I think I'd be okay with it. Yeah, for sure. I would be the lady at the desk of the record. <laughs> record Dream uh, job. Office. Nice. Yeah. I. I think I'd be just absolutely coked out of my mind, screaming beef, <laughs> yeah. and then we're all I'd here probably, for beef. Right, I'd probably show up at the at the wedding sequence and yeah. still be screaming for beef. Well, after the performance <laughs> with beef, you gotta show up. You gotta show up and hope for more. Maybe beef maybe beef's coming maybe back. Beef yeah. comes back from the dead. Yeah, no we don't know. No one said that. Uh, no one. No one has definitively said that beef is gone and no longer beefing with us. So right. I'm just. I'm ready for beef. They we did didn't see the newspaper they did on say screen. That beef died. Um, Paul Williams confirms Damn. it. Oh, sorry guys. Sad. Beef's dead. Because Jessica Harper asks, "Is beef?" And um, Swan goes, "Dead." Dead. Yes. Yeah, but can we really but he trust can anything Swan we can't says? Trust him. Um, also, and also, it wasn't. Looks like Susan. So, is it really Swan? It wasn't reported in the news. Also, so we don't know for didn't sure. See the body. <laughs> didn't see the body. <laughs> so yeah, we would all try to be there in some capacity, yes, but would not be sure. involved enough in the plot for it to matter. <laughs> Sam and I would have gone like it's our first concert back from the pandemic. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> when, the, when the Beach Boy version of the musical or the the, the song was going, I was like, this looks like a Weezer concert. <laughs> It did look like a Weezer That's concert. That's what the Weezer set at the Mega Hella hey, felt hey. like. <laughs> that one guy fucking vibing. Oh, God. Um, okay, what what do we do next? Uh, What's next? Villain ranking? Villain ranking. So is the, the villain Swan. Swan. Swan is definitely the OG villain. Oh, he yeah. is evil. He's bad. All right, let me see here. I have no villains to compare him against, so mm. I would say he is currently my number one villain. There you go. <laughs> nice. Honestly, valid valid number one villain in my opinion a bad dude tm where the hell is my villain Mm -hmm. sexist uh little little rapey homophobic homophobic while also being queer coded yeah did we talk about how queer beef is yes we did (laughs) we have definitely talked about we spent quite a bit of time and how much swan is into beef i mean yes so we've got we've got someone who is uh swan wants to fuck beef oh (laughs) Everyone wants to fuck beef. <laughs> <laughs> beef wants to fuck beef. Is this Phantom of the Paradise or the Phantom of Phantom the Paradise? Phantom of the Paradise. I have my villain ranking. There has been a huge upset. Oh. Swan is my number one. Oh Ooh. my god. Um, he beat out Akasha from Queen of the Dance. Oh my god. Which as you know is huge for me. Um, so my top three as it stands is Swan, Phantom of the Paradise, Akasha, Queen of the Damned, and The Thing from The Thing. I just think he's such a cool character. Um, and I mean, just like character and performance, like Paul Williams is just such a great actor in this movie. Um, this is one of my favorite movies of all time. Like, what am I going to do? Not rate him high? Can't not do it. Uh, I've got him sitting at a cool eight. Nice. Above is Dracula, Jerry, The Thing, Akasha, Other Jerry, Dracula. <laughs> and those we don't speak of. Um, Swan is like, it's cool because like he's, well, he's ultimate villain because like any sort of exact like go fuck yourself. And um, like he's, he's essentially like not the devil, but he's like a little demon for the devil. Like he's just like a businessman and like... <laughs> ultimate evil and i i love whenever like anytime like some sort of thing makes a demon 
that makes deals and they're like oh yeah he's just a little business guy yeah. and kills oh, me for sure. kills me <laughs> just a little business guy just a little business guy and he he kills his performance and they're like he's so good as just like he sells that he's like that evil truly uh, I put him at number five. Nice. Um, it's the color from Color Out of Space, then the thing, <laughs> then Akasha, then Jerry from Fright Night Original, and then Swan. Um, yeah, we like, almost did. Great. We skip the acting awards, don't we? Need oh to yeah, do acting no, awards. That's next. Okay, okay, it's fine. Acting it awards. Um, so, do you want to do the breakdown of the acting? Sure, awards? sure, sure. So, on this podcast, we have three different acting awards. Tell me um, more. There's ones for good movies, bad movies, and middling films. Um, we don't even need to discuss the middling and, and, and <laughs> bad films, do we? Yeah. We, we got to say the titles. We do. <laughs> so, first of all, there's the Jared Padalecki Acting Award for Excellence in Acting. That's an award we give an actor in a good movie. We want to recognize that they did a fucking banger job in a good movie. Um, for the second tier, we have a Mishioker Award. Yeah, it's kind of like a bet, like a middling film. You know, not too great, not too bad. But you want to recognize an actor for doing the best. Um, they like showed up, did a good job. You know, maybe saved the movie from being a bad movie. On the lower end, we have the Jensen Accolade for you tried your best in a shitty movie. Yeah, it's a movie for it's an award for bad movies. You know, it's a stinker film. An actor, you know, showed up, got the check, but did they do the best they could? Yes, and we want to recognize that. So we can all agree that a Jared is being yeah, handed out absolutely. here. Yeah, hundred percent. I feel oh, like we can all agree on who's kidding. Yeah. Are you gonna? Were you gonna give it to somebody? Yeah. If yeah. anybody was gonna not give it to Beef, I was gonna say Harish, who would maybe give it to Swan. Uh, but every yeah. actor in this They're movie is good. They're so yeah. good. But like, beef. if anybody committed <laughs> to a character, it's, it's beef. beef. Beef killed it. Beef was fucking awesome. Absolutely Is wonderful work. Oh, obviously. Yeah, it's beef. Real. Beef, slayer of my heart. Yeah. So you, wow. you agree, beef? Yeah, uh, beef. 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 We want beef. <laughs> we want beef. Okay, so what are what are we rating this out of? Beefs. Potatoes? <laughs> um, oh, okay. uh, lightning bolts? V- uh, yeah, neon lightning bolts. Videotapes? Uh, <laughs> contracts. 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 Ooh, contracts. contracts. Ten out of ten contracts. I can start mine's very Go easy. ahead. Ten! <laughs> this is a perfect movie. I love this movie. I have been begging to watch this movie. I will watch this movie any day of the fucking week. It yeah. is a perfect movie. Ten out of fucking ten. Yeah. Ten, ten contracts for me. I am looking forward to the next time that I, fe- I like can sit down and watch this movie. Like I, in like it's not like a gonna be like an oh yeah I'll just make this like something that I'll turn on when I'm doing stuff. It's like no, I want to sit down and watch this movie again as soon as possible. It is so much fun. Yeah, I think I'll give it a ten as well. Oh, yeah! Never. Yeah, it's it's great. The songs are great. Oh yeah, the music the is phenomenal. Whole aesthetic is awesome. I just love the seventies. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, ten out of ten. It's okay. You don't don't feel pressure. You don't, don't have to. Oh, as if there's not any pressure. <laughs> if anybody has to take the heat, it's always Harish. That's okay. Like, <laughs> I mean, just for for the audience that cannot see, Molly is boring. <laughs> lasers into my face right now about what I'm going to rate this but don't worry it's a 10 of 10 if I had if I had a failing of this movie it would be my own personal failing in that I think 
every movie needs Muppets in it. And so the only way this movie could be superior is if they had a Muppet. Dude, yeah. we're, we're like two steps from Muppet we're, here, like yeah, territory I mean, here. Honestly, like we're, we're this, so close. This <laughs> movie being remade with the Muppets the, might be my new Muppets pet project. The Muppets do Phantom of the Paradise, I'm, no doubt. Oh, no freaking doubt. I do have um, some thoughts on the next movie you're about to watch and my oh. own personal recasting of can it with we, Muppets. Can we do a little segment? Yes. About Jackson's thought about Sweeney Todd. Sure. The movie that we did last week. Wait, for the last movie that we're not recording. Sorry, I, I didn't. I said that correctly. <laughs> this is the future. Um, the future is beef. <laughs> future is beef. I'm, I'm just all beef all the time. Um, I mean, do you want this bit? Yes. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Todd. Um, so this is actually Sweeney Todd is one of my only horror movies that I actually super duper love yeah. because I'm an OG musical fan and so mm-hmm. I love musicals and then I also love Sweeney Todd um, but I have uh, had a massive headcanon for years of my own personal uh, best version of Sweeney Todd which would be a Sweeney Frog the demon amphibian of Fleet Street <laughs> Recast entirely with the Muppets. Ooh, um, I can give you my perfect cast. <laughs> it is Sam, you like that? Kermit, Kermit, <laughs> lose my mind if I get to watch right? this. Is this would be a perfect movie? Okay, so Kermit is obviously Sweeney. Duh. Um, Miss Piggy is was born to play Mrs. Lovett. Uh. Like, like, could you have cast a better person outside of Angela oh Lansbury? My God. No, you couldn't. It's Miss Piggy. Um, I go back and forth on a couple of the castings, but I have Gonzo as the judge. I have Rizzo as Antonio Pirelli. Um, we've got um, Kermit's nephew, Fred, as... Um, <laughs> um, <It's> so funny. <laughs> as Toby. Uh, I prefer Sweetums as um, uh, the Beatle, mostly because of the song women and their sensitivities <laughs> and being able to have Sweetums go forgive me my lord excuse me my lord permission my lord to speak which would be two Gonzo freaking perfect <laughs> Kermit and Gonzo singing pretty women would be just gorgeous um, and then obviously every Muppet movie needs a live actor I was so gonna say who's the who's Joanna the would be the live actor I don't know who Joanna should be Florence I go back Pugh. and forth I'll, I'll accept Florence Pugh right, that's be fine. great she'd be great um, with of course Fozzie as Antony all right, I like Almost that. Almost entirely for the gag of being able to sing, I feel you, Joanna. Why are you so good at the Muppets' and then, voices? And then the, the water flower like, squirting into her face would be an excellent comedic bit to break up the otherwise Man, horror okay, of this movie. You need to jot this stuff down because oh, somebody's listen, about to rip this idea. I am, at the moment that Jim Henson Studios wants to call me for this production value, I am, my bags are packed. You got the notes. I'm ready. I'm ready for the production value. Give me a couple million. I've got this in the bag just in a detail if this was to be made as a Muppets movie Gonzo would be the Phantom yes oh oh yes Gonzo's my favorite I love I'm Gonzo Miss Piggy would be Jessica Harper oh yeah like yes Miss Piggy would be Miss Piggy would be Phoenix so I think the human would be Swan I either that or it would yeah. be yeah. Uh, and it would just be Paul Williams <laughs> oh <laughs> By the way, yeah. I'm sorry. We we actually do need to discuss who beef would be. Oh my Ooh. beef animal animal animal, would, like, be beef. <laughs> animal, would, be animal beef. would be beef. But like yeah, because like he screams. <laughs> like yeah, animals beef. Animals beef. Animals beef. That's it. That's perfect. Yeah, we figured this it also out. Also, analog maps we perfectly. We cracked the code, you guys. <laughs> 
Don't every, worry. Every movie should be Muppets. Only way to make it better. Basically yeah. my my life motto. So All right. Knows. So all we have is recommendations. I have recommendations. a list. I don't know if you guys have yeah, a list. but Yeah, I've got some ready. Um, I, I can go first because I only, I was just going to name a few. Yeah, go for it. Brian De Palma movies. Sisters also uses green screen very Great well. Great movie. Or not green screen, split Split screen. Um, uh, It's very cool. Because like in this, we see like two sides of something happening at the same time. Um, in sisters it's the same thing but, but it's, it's like, like two buildings it's right? two buildings it's like you you watch someone hide a body like in real time while someone else is coming to like try to find the body and you get two both sides of it would not on, on it, screen at the same time it's wouldn't great recommend if you're squeamish though it is a yeah thank you i mean it's it's not too bad it's not like too bad of a horror movie it's mostly like a thriller yeah. i would say um so maybe there's like a little like killing stabbing and stuff Little blood but but, but um, not really like anything super gory i don't think but yeah um sisters highly recommend carrie like samantha doesn't i don't love like as carrie. much carrie has some weird like it opens with a very sexual scene like, of teenagers teenage girls shower. showering yeah um and so it's very male gazy um a lot of it but like it's a good movie um this has uh, some real male gazy moments yeah. in it yeah, Carrie, yeah ha- sure. Carrie has its ups, but it also just has its downs, in my opinion. Right, and stars Sissy Spacek, who was the set yeah. designer God. for this. In a woman of incredible talent. Yes, um, and I mean those are the main ones, and then Rocky Horror, like perfect double feature for this. And if um, you want to know De Palma's range, Mission Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, okay, I have a few. Um, Spice World. I Ooh, wanted to recommend. I love Spice World. It's one of my favorite movies in the world. It is so campy, so fun, and people like discount it as being a cheap comedy, but like it's a cr- it's, it's them great. critiquing how ridiculous their fucking lives are. And like the whole time they're doing it, it's broken up into like little sketches and skits and mixed yeah. together and it's like super fun. Like the costumes are great. There's so many cameos. Uh like to tie in the beef element meatloaf plays their bus driver and um i don't know it's just really good and it's like it's a good critique of like like there it's a self-aware film and when you realize that it's them it's like it gets meta like it's insane perfect movie where uh it's a lot of pitching the movie as the movie yeah that half the movie is then pitching the movie as the movie yeah yeah um and then with that so um alan cumming is in that and to piggyback off of alan cumming is um josie and the pussycats that is also another movie that nobody thinks is a good movie it is a perfect film is the best movie of all time or is it the greatest film of all they say something about that because it's a critique of how venomous the music industry is um alan cumming plays a producer guy who like goes and finds like the latest talent it the movie opens with a boy band being murdered in a plane crash to like move like they're done with them they're moving on to the next ones and they need to sell their records so they kill them like the same exact plot and like it's just about like using the music industry to exploit people to sell things like it's all about commercialism and it is so fucking funny and so smart and the music is so good it's Mm -hmm. the um uh who's the guy that does the music it's he's from um the stacy's mom the fountains of wayne guy yeah it's that guy who does like the crazy ex-girl he did the crazy ex-girlfriend r.i.p he passed away a couple years ago um 
I wanted to recommend Rock of Ages because I brought it up. Just the general like rock mm-hmm. element of the musical. That's just a great and uh, a great, really fun, also um, very energetic film. Moulin Rouge. Uh, yes. Again, the climax of this one is also the same. I think just anything that has like an opera like climax where uh, also it's another film where somebody is being chased on the stage of a production that's happening within the movie while somebody's trying to kill somebody like that happens yeah. in the end of Moulin Rouge too. And that's just like one of my favorite movies. Grease for the greaser aesthetics. Sweeney Todd was mentioned. Um, I wanted to recommend Theater of Blood. Uh, yes. Yes. Which Great is fucking a, um, movie we did with Matt Loxley on this podcast. Um, yes. That Vincent Price. It, I, I just got like the way Swan interacted with his people was like it reminded me just of like the way Vincent Price's character was like murdering people who were wronging him mm. plus Butch and Vincent plus, Price's oh, from Butch Gay Paris yeah. yeah from Gay Paris very much uh, beef Butch ain't got nothing on beef god um, so I also wanted to recommend Burlesque nice. uh, I don't know it just I, I was reminded of it for some reason um, we talked about Perfect Blue and that talking about the exploitation yeah. of the film industry uh, the Get Down, which is a uh, um, Baz Luhrmann, same guy who did Moulin Rouge, did The Get Down. The Get Down is a show about um, kind of the birth of rap music and um, its competition with disco within the black community. And it's there's also like a big plot line of a club opening and stuff like that and about people being discovered as singers and rappers. It's a phenomenal show. It is so underappreciated. It got canceled uh too soon after two seasons and like if I could like beg for one show to come back, like it would be the get down. It is so good. Um uh just an incredible cast is in it. Um like Justice Justice Smith and um Jaden Smith are in it. Um so yeah, really good. Uh, the Lure, which we saw <gasps> yeah. in theaters. It's Polish. Yes, yeah. Polish? Yeah, it's Polish. It's the story of the Little Mermaid, which we mentioned. Um, but it's about these two sisters who, or they were, they're best friends or they're sisters. They're sisters. They're sisters. And uh, they they sing, sisters. they sing and perform in this club, but they're also secretly mermaids. And it's about just kind of their trials oh, and H2O. issues. <laughs> and then, oh my God, that movie is so good. I've been wanting to rewatch that. It's good. I have the soundtrack saved on my phone. Yeah. I love the um we came to the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good. Um and then lastly just Heather's uh yeah. I don't know why but Heather's felt right yeah. as a rec for this. For sure. I had a lot. I have a few. Um did you say Suspiria already? No, I didn't no. actually. Suspiria is something I like to recommend. Both have Jessica Harper. I think just visually 70s movies that have Jessica Harper in them. Yeah. Both are pretty good. Well, De Palma also just likes giallo films. Mm-hmm. I will say Rocky Horror. They did used to get screened together. Mm. I did want to note one of the ta- the best tagline for this movie is um, he sold his soul for rock and roll, <laughs> um, which so I just good. fucking love. Um, Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. Again, oh, yeah. Duh. Very influential. Picture of Dorian Gray. The book is the book is pretty good. Um, I'd recommend that. I'd like to also recommend Knife Plus Heart. Oh, for yeah. Kind of queer horror. That's really good. That's one of my favorite movies. Again, a movie that takes place in the entertainment industry um where you know people have to uncover their past and like yeah have, like the revenge and stuff wrong i'd also like to recommend network by Sidney lumet mm-hmm. um this guy who is on a network television show like he's like the host of a network show is like i'm gonna kill myself on air at the end of the week and it creates this huge like cultural and media frenzy within the world of the film and um it's it's very much about like entertainment as a conglomerate and how like 
I wish I I wish I wasn't drunk so I could intelligently talk about <laughs> this. I really wish. Um, but Network is a great movie. It is a little bit like a bit we live in a society. Yeah. Like entertainment <laughs> edition. But I think in context of this movie, it's like it's more serious, like um, network television based cousin. Um, yeah. In terms of manufacturing entertainment based on like tragedy and death pretty cool it's a great movie i didn't think i was gonna like it and then i really oh did. good to know anything else Mm-mm. do you have any i sure do uh, i mean first of all we can't miss the the original which is go watch oh. phantom of the opera yeah um however yeah. do not watch the phantom of the opera movie save yourself the pain agony and despair that Emmy is that Rossum movie is in that movie we're not going to talk about that and <laughs> gerard <laughs> butler oh, god the just i have so many very angry thoughts about the movie um I do hot take. I think Andrew Lloyd Webber is overrated, but yeah. the that was my original. That was one of the original musicals that I fell in love with. I do love um, the soundtrack. The original Broadway cast is so good. Um, it is it is worth seeing a staging of it, especially if they do the special effects right and they do the chandelier drop right. It's it's an epic theater moment. Oh, like, good! It's great. Okay. Um, do recommend. I also recommend the original German opera Faust. Okay. Um, that was, uh, this is my, my fun Jackson fact, was that was my first opera that I ever saw and got me hooked on opera. Oh, cool. I do love opera. I am not the Phantom of the Opera, but I do love <laughs> opera. Um, and, and for those of you who are local to Columbus, Opera Columbus is fantastic, and they do amazing, amazing stuff. I recommend, I've never been to a bad show there. Oh, do recommend. that's And their tickets know. are really cheap, so it's, it's a great experience. Uh, they always have subtitling too, which is important for when they do operas in their original languages. And so, if they ever do Faust in German, um, it's really cool to see. Uh, let's see for for pure aesthetics from the seventies. For whatever reason, this this musical reminded me of Santa Claus is Coming to Town, <laughs> <laughs> like with puppets. And don't know why. I, I get it. Oh, sorry, it. I said Molly's trigger word. I get it because you got the 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 miser bit. Yeah, the burger miser yeah. miser burger, and also like um, Jessica looks strikingly similar to Phoenix. Yeah, they have similar songs, so that's that's just it, that was kind of just in my head. Um, and uh, I was gonna say Rocky Horror, so that's that's already been said. Uh, and then my personal favorite, not just like movie musical of all time but my favorite movie of all time is a muppets christmas carol oh, so nice beautiful it's christmas carol all the muppets talk has led us here <laughs> <laughs> yes I, 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 if it's if i'm ever on something it will be full circle to muppets every single time oh yeah but yeah um, do you want to plug your social media or anything do you have anything right. you want to plug? sure i only i have uh i have uh but one social needs that you can follow me at j underscore stots on social needs on the instagram cool awesome. I'm, I'm only a grammar i don't i don't uh, okay. i don't i don't tweet our i do not have a uh, what is it letterbox letterbox i do not have one of those yet i'm not a um i'm a i'm kind of a bad media consumer in general like i have little bits that i consume at a time mostly because i cannot focus on more than one thing at a time yeah. so yeah i don't watch a whole lot of films molly is rapidly changing that in my life <laughs> oh god it can't uh, be us <laughs> you can follow me at not a credit card and everything you can get me at Save Our Shaggy. That's a Scooby Doo reference on everything. Molly, where's Olivia? That one. Yeah. 
Uh-oh. Worst okay. timing. <laughs> well, we were minutes away from it. We're gonna do some elevator hole music here. Harish <laughs> will eventually cut up. Harish, I'm gonna apologize in this in this interim for how much editing you're gonna have to do. No, that's fine. Honestly, it's yeah. only actually a couple of small chunks that are gonna. It's not really. Gotcha. Yeah. The episode will just stay fairly long. An egregiously long, long episode. <laughs> It'll be a little treat. Well, this wouldn't be the first time we've gone this long. Um, oh, also maybe. Um, mentioned to the audience, maybe there's some deleted scenes. Oh, there you oh, go. Yeah. And the podcast. Basically, and you if might I hear some extra stuff. stuff out. <laughs> if I don't, who knows? Honestly, the the Sweeney Frog, the in- demon amphibian of Fleet Street, would probably fit better with. Would you like to say your social a media? Todd thing. Are we at that part? Yeah, of we're there. Fuck. Um, you can follow me on Twitter and Letterboxd at Midsummer Queen. And you can follow the show at Tipsy Terror on Twitter, Tipsy at Gmail dot com. <laughs> Um, tipsyterror.com tipsyterror.rp tipsyterror.wtf tipsyterror.pub dot pub there we go happy birthday and <laughs> happy birthday happy birthday Molly yes. thanks everyone woo and oh, check out the deleted scenes I didn't talk about how personal this movie is to me um, I am turning 25 I'm very stressed about it this movie encapsulated a lot of that stress for me I will cope with that later in today <laughs> when I'm sober and you can follow the show. <laughs> Bye. 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 I very so. rarely meet cancer, so this is actually a big moment. Everyone's always just shitting on my existence. <laughs> this probably is not for the pod, but for later, I want to know everybody's moon and rising signs. I just too. got. It, I just that. got educated in that stuff. Oh, People wait, at work wait, wait, wait. Alone. Harish doesn't believe in astrology. I don't. I don't either, but I like to know about it just to make conversation with people because it's just it's so common nowadays. Harish hates it. <laughs> wait, Harish, what time were you born? Harish, I don't know. Harish, are you a mostly straight man? I'm gonna message your mother yes, on mostly Instagram. Straight, yes. yes. <laughs> I think you have to be at least 30% queer to believe in astrology, <laughs> at least in some, some capacity. Well, Quinn doesn't. Quinn doesn't? No, Quinn doesn't Quinn's like astrology? a skeptic. Quinn doesn't believe anything. One second. Yeah, Quinn doesn't. I, have don't a, call. I, ha- I just Don't called him call earlier Quinn. Today. Don't call Quinn. We already had to call Quinn earlier to talk about the Muppets. We did. Oh my God. Quinn's not going to pick up. He already had to talk to you about the Muppets. <laughs> what are we asking? Oh, if he believes in astrology. He's not picking He's up. He's not going to pick up. I've already called him once today. This yeah. is just embarrassing It's probably me. dinner time for him. Oh, no, it's 9 p.m. <laughs> I really lost track of time. He's not going to answer. I'm going to leave a voicemail like I did earlier today. <laughs> Their the voicemail was fantastic. Hello. Oh, hey! Ooh. Do you believe in astrology? <laughs> what? Do you, do you believe in astrology? Yes or no? No, I'm not a big that's what that's not what we said that's not what we said do you believe in astrology are you asking do i believe that when i was born had some sort of bearing on my personality no the planets in alignment for when you were i'm sorry the cosmic energy quinn this is very important that you get this right do you want to say that again Just buddies. It's <laughs> <laughs> Just like, don't, don't worry about it. Okay, that sounded like RG's laugh. It's not no, RG. It's... I thought I heard Sam. Take a guess as to what could be happening <laughs> and, and why you'd be getting cold called. <laughs> I did cold call him about the Muppets earlier today, but it was not related to the podcast. I'm still mad at you because you didn't tell me why you gave up 
I needed to know, Quinn. It's a, it's um, uh, it's a, it's Beaker, isn't? No, no. His favorite weapon is Rolf. Rolf, okay. You changed it. Okay, I knew no. it was Beaker at one point. Quinn, I'm sorry to call you twice in a day to ask you a stu- like a question. Okay. The most bogus stuff I've ever heard. Well, you are lesser evolved. <laughs> Good. This is the second time you've. This is the, this is my. This is the second time you've been brought up on this episode. Oh, do you have any thoughts about the movie Phantom of the Paradise? Yeah, I liked it. You did. Yeah. What about it? We watched it together. We watched this together. Yeah, you showed it Ooh, to me. Big we twist. Watched it like over Facetime. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wow, I'm glad it's... Now I have to keep all of this in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well... To me, astrology is I re- like... I, I remember... The difference between it and, like, cryptocurrency is... Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. C- cryptocurrency is stupid. <laughs> Crypto- cryptocurrency is stupid, and it's bad. Astrology isn't hurting anybody. I hate you. <laughs> You're going to go, I bet the first person in LA you meet is going to be like, what's your star sign? And you're going to be like, I'm an Aquarius. And you're going to lean into it, Quinn. You're going to lean in. Oh, Quinn's an Aquarius? Usually someone asks me my sign, I usually say like, I'm a Slytherin or the other way around. If they're like, what's your Harry Potter house? I'll say I'm an Aquarius. That's a terrible bit. This has also been a three. This is a good bit. It makes me laugh. This has been a three minute phone call. Oh, I'm sorry, but it's so long for you that you're keeping track. This podcast is wildly off the rails. <laughs> what was the first time I came up? What? What was the first time I came up on the episode for? I said, <laughs> I said, and I quote, fuck you, Quinn. Fuck you. <laughs> It wasn't. I don't it wasn't remember what it was, movie. but it wasn't this. What was it about? I, I don't know. You'll hear it on the podcast. You'll hear it on the episode. Okay. But you might not hear this phone call. We might cut. We are going to be hey, cutting a lot up? of this. Bye. I love you very much. I have a great rest of your day. You too. Bye. 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 That he has to sign in blood. Why did we call Quinn about that? I'm sorry. I'm still hung up on that. It's fine. Please Quinn, I would like ask. to apologize. It is 9-11 p.m. on Tuesday, October 19th, and I am issuing you an apology. And, uh... So... <laughs> makes <laughs> no sense if the conversation with Quinn was cut. So, anyway, so... Uh, <laughs> you kept, can you please keep that in for my birthday? Maybe part of I, it. It was, like... 10 minutes, man. It's a gift. Harish, this is my birthday episode. Also, you can, like, for half of it, you can barely hear Quinn. That's awesome. So, I don't know. We'll see. For for Patreon subscribers, maybe I'll cut it out and put it at the end. There you go, yeah. I'll cut it out and put it at the end as deleted scenes. Nice. So, it'll be the life at last. The base of the recap, the little recap at the end. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the name of the song that plays at the end of the movie.